0: another episode of Square Waves FM. I apologize in advance. <laughs> Unfortunately, today we have three other people with us. It's going to be utter chaos, and it's going to suck, and I don't blame you for not wanting to listen. That said, uh, wow. let me introduce our three Who's idiots. Idiot number one, Robert Menace. <laughs> idiot number two, Darth Helmet. And idiot number three, because uh, he's the worst idiot of all, <laughs> Trolls. Hey, what
1: about me? I thought I was the worst idiot.
0: And then <laughs> yeah, I thought the loyal minion, to you, right it came on? Oh, oh, you know. And whoever is talking over me can shut the hell up.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. you mean, like, everyone?
2: Everyone? Everyone ever?
0: Yes. <laughs> everyone
2: ever. Everyone talk over Bianca. Man. And we can just mute you. No, no one fucking dares to do it. I'm, I'm the only one. This is like, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for backing me up. <laughs> Man. I don't well, you.
3: You do? we, we decided to give you the honor of the podium. Yes, and <laughs> today's episode is about your favorite
0: game designers, and so um, I doubt we're actually going to get to that.
3: Yeah,
1: I think we're uh, kind of on the, uh, we're kind of uh, riding the fail train to uh, to yep. New Jersey here. Yes,
3: we are. We're running the party tornado down the shore. <laughs> we're going to go fist pumping and grinding and drink <laughs> Jaeger bombs. Oh, God. I don't know if I signed up for this.
4: Yeah, I
1: you don't know, know what we signed up for. Yeah,
3: it's I guess
1: we're going to We're going to see where this, this party tornado uh, takes us. Ooh, yes, the party tornado. The party yes, tornado.
2: It was, true. True. It was
4: a Troll's idea. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's wasn't I really.
2: I don't know whose idea I this was. I just this say,
3: just came oh, moment the show th- again. Th- and this is where you get when you get a bunch of dinguses together on Twitter and we decide, oh, you know what? It'll be fun. Let's just have a big old podcast together and we have absolutely no idea what the hell we're doing. Yeah, really. Well, that's how. Two of, us, two of them know what they're doing. We're just sort of like rolling into their
4: podcast going, let's wreck the place. What, you think we knew
1: what we were doing? You've
4: done enough of you these. You
2: must have an idea. We make it up as we go along. You know, what, what's, 64 times in a row. What's the opposite of ego stroking? Because we're all doing it right now. Oh, it's yeah. like, no, I'm Get ruining you. it. No, I'm ruining it. No, I'm terrible. I'm the worst human being in the world. <laughs> Um, well, you know, it's And I
0: see this has already been derailed <laughs> into a ditch
2: That's, we're, we're, we're kind of living up to Bianca's intro, to be honest <laughs>
0: Aren't we? Yes, we are <laughs> well, Which, by the
2: way, is the fastest intro in the world
0: So how about we start off with the pre-show And let Brian actually get a word or two in In fact, um, don't you have some bitching to do? A request uh, that Joe Mastrioni put in?
1: Yeah, okay Sure, why don't, we, why don't we get the bitching... Well, I'd say get it out of the way, but I think there's going to be our fair share of that over the next Joe hour or two.
0: There will be there, Yo, your fair I share, but how about you, uh, you uh, take us in with the uh, with the uh, point that was requested on Twitter.
1: Okay, so, so Joe Mastriani um, forwarded to us and kind of called us out, challenging us to discuss the current situation of Microsoft OneDrive, the cloud-based uh, file storage service. Uh, I had rather the uh, rant about it a few weeks ago Um, and proclaim my dissatisfaction with the service because they were going to get rid of all of the bonus storage that I had earned by uh, proclaiming my uh, alliance to Microsoft and uh, qualifying for extra storage through this means and that.
2: Uh, Oh, that sound you're hearing is Robert wringing his hands, little Linux bitch.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I can hear the
2: smugness. Yeah.
4: (laughs) So...
1: uh, at the time, I switched to Google Drive instead of uh, Google, uh, sorry, instead of uh, OneDrive. Google Drive was pretty good. It really was pretty good. But uh, in the end, Microsoft kind of reneged on their threats. They said you can opt out if you don't want uh, to be limited in the storage you get. So both Bianca and I um, got emails from uh, Microsoft saying that we our, our storage bonus, whatever, would be uh, intact. So just because it's built into the OS, into Windows 10 so nicely, I switch back to OneDrive, and I'm satisfied, I suppose, with it. But uh, we both got this email that uh, Joe also forwarded to us, uh, just kind of reminding us that uh, if you had not opted out, which we had, um, that... Sorry, I'm getting distracted by someone ringing bird toys and it's not a bird.
5: True, but <laughs> I'm trying one to
1: look season. from biting oh, us. Don't, don't, dear, do remember what a sensitive microphone we have now. <laughs> so, um... What the hell was I freaking saying? Anyway. But,
0: uh, we got a reminder about the... Uh, we went back to
4: worshipping Microsoft. You're like, I'm sorry, I mean, Bill Gates. I'm sorry.
0: To, I, I take back everything back, back. In a previous email. Fell to
2: your knees. Like a, like a chorus of Satanists just walk into the room and went, I still love Mr. Gates. That's no, great. Seriously. yeah. I have, so I have a, I have a Question. Another question: Why uh, the email that was forwarded? It was just—it was just very, very uh, basic, down-to-earth kind of. We are now cutting off your service. You are now going from however many gigabytes to five gigabytes. Yes. And kind of like read between the lines. Ah, suck this motherfucker. Yes. Um, What was their justification for actually doing this? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. It seemed
1: counterintuitive to me. Like my argument initially was that. Microsoft, at least under Steve Ballmer, had said that they wanted to be, quote, unquote, all in on the cloud. And so the gateway to that would be to store your files on OneDrive. And from there, there would be all of these attached services you could use to play and manipulate your data. So for them to go back on that and to reduce the amount of storage you have so that you have less than competing services, I don't really understand the benefit of that. I guess it cost them more than they expected it to, or maybe it proliferated like enormously with Windows 10 uh, with Windows 10 becoming so popular so fast.
0: True. It could also it, be that they want the to be a piracy one. service they, by uh, limiting it for so that way you wouldn't upload videos or music.
1: Well, they did say that some subscribers to Office 365 who pay a monthly fee for, originally, they were going to get unlimited storage. Some people were uploading, like, tens of terabytes of content of pirated movies and other stuff. I don't know if that was an excuse or what, but that's what they said was
2: one of the reasons why they decided to scale it up. You would would kind of think that the biggest fucking tech company in the world, they're still the biggest tech company, right? One of the biggest anyways, would have sat down and and considered this, like uh, we are now going to put out this OS, we now have this uh, game box system, and everyone gets free amounts of space. Oh wait, really? Really? People are actually uploading shit to this? Uh, Oh my god. Well that's kind of a...
1: It's a common practice of cloud service providers to promise, like, X amount of storage per person and then not actually have enough space to provision all of that. They assume that people will not use all of that storage, and I mean, that's the reality of it. People are not going to upload 100% of their disk quota to the cloud. It's quite naive. I don't know, but they have, like, 300 million users now, and multiplied by 5 gigabytes, so that's 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 300 that's uh that's like petabytes on petabytes a of lot. storage yeah one and a half petabytes of storage
4: Jesus. dude you
3: download like all of Geocities with that
4: yeah well <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have to all Geocities, Geocities with five gig Geocities <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah how, how much how much
2: space did you get with a Geocities account I think you got like what is it was it 20 megabytes or something I think you got like five or something at least when I was on there yeah did you have five Geocities site?
0: I did and I, I think,
3: think
4: it
1: was yeah, fine. I think it was a good you when
4: I was on it I I can have all the flame gifts I've ever wanted Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs)
3: All all the background minis I can imagine All the construction
1: Mm. digging guys Yeah Yeah. Of the day. Oh, oh. And
0: those psychedelic like backgrounds
3: and flashing lights and scrolling and marquees.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, the wow. web rings.
3: The worst one that people do, the blink tag. The fucking blink <laughs> tag. I hate the goddamn blink tag.
1: <laughs> yeah, welcome, H1 font size welcome. 200. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, blink, welcome. Blink,
0: blink. <laughs> oh, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of all the uh, 90s uh, web
4: page since. We all are. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm no, pretty sure I did all of that when I was learning how to make a web page in high school. It never went online, though, so I feel much prouder. Oh, yeah. I,
1: okay. I, I, I became I, dangerous I with that, that
4: knowledge.
3: I about bad designs, too, when I first started learning how to make a web page because, you know, my brother and sister wanted to make, like, a Pokemon fan site, and I was trying to help them out as best as we could, as best as I could, and the only thing we had was, like, a copy of Microsoft front page to do all the work for us, and Ooh. let's just say it was, like, the quality of the website was probably, like, 10 times worse than GeoCities. FrontPage was, was my great, though. My
4: high school didn't even have a program no, for making you, web pages. I mean, I
2: mean.
4: They gave us Notepad and gave us the, like, the HTML code and went, there you go.
2: Yep. My dad actually got this really, really great piece of software uh, because, you know, I, ha- I had my run with uh, Microsoft FrontPage, and then I looked at the HTML code, and I wasn't, you know, I'm not a coder or anything, but even I could tell that Front Page was doing, like, drunken HTML. It was like, what in the gut in the fuck are you doing? So uh, my, my dad got this piece of software that Symantec had made called Visual Page, which actually uh, produced very, very, you know, uh, uh, tight and uh, not messy HTML code and I uh, I think I did most of my um, uh, Wilco's Domain GeoCDs uh, page in that.
0: Uh, Dreamweaver?
2: Um, no, it
1: was Symantec when he said okay. Yeah. Well, what I liked about FrontPage was that it had this really good WYSIWYG editor. So if you relied on FrontPage to generate your HTML, then it did make a mess. But if you wrote your own HTML, it had the thing where it would, uh, like in real time, modify the, the top window to show you, what, you were, uh, what, what your coding had just created. So it was, a,
2: it was yeah, really good for that, I found. No, but Visual Page did the same thing, except it didn't like drunkenly stumble all over, um, you know, span tags and div box. No, wait, we didn't even even have div boxes back then. It just went table span crazy. I recall. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I remember that. It was so awful. But hey, it fits right in with the look of GeoCities, doesn't it? That aesthetic. Yeah, aesthetic is probably a
2: kind word for it. It was like on a 56 boat modem, it just takes like fucking forever to download this this, list. Bare text one uh, background picture <laughs> web page because it has to run through all that noise HTML. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You just, you just sit there for two hours going, is this going to load anytime soon? I think you want
3: to hear the worst one of on them all is when somebody uses like a little tiny tile, like an 8x8 eight eight tile or a 4x4 four four tile as a background, and then they make that the tile background of the web page so you're sitting there while well, this thing takes forever ever to render all these little tiles in the background and it's just a solid color or something and you're like I want to reach through the modem and I want to strangle this person for doing this to me. And then the text color is the same color so you
4: have
1: to highlight it and read it Oh
3: yeah. And then I I use my 56k modem to do two things play Starcraft and Diablo Mm mhm no, nope, that was about it. Or uh, Gone BBS is, was mine, but it's like the poor salt in the wound is like, first they do that, and then you got to wait even longer while the background MIDI file also loads, too. Uh. <laughs> and the other
2: construction gif is like the biggest part of the webpage is like, a, an like 600 by 600 pixels. Yeah, of course. And there's like 500 plus three yeah.
3: And, you know, and then the worst part is that when I seen one that was actually an animated GIF and it took forever to load every single frame of it.
1: Yep, yep, yep. yep.
3: I think in, in honor of this conversation, I should,
1: like, change the Square Waves FM page background to, like, giraffe print or something.
0: Oh, god, yeah. no. <laughs> no it <is.
1: laughs> I
2: change it to under construction with just that guy digging the trench. I think I'm going to do that. Ow. Actually, Brian, Brian, couldn't you just go in and uh, replace the one div box that has the episodes uh, show notes, the, uh, the current episode show notes, with that... Background image. So the actually, entire rest of the web page looks fine, but then this one episode just looks like shit. I've actually had a lot of trouble editing this WordPress theme in particular. It's made
1: by someone far smarter than me with all of these hacky things and using like lots of variables and references instead of just putting the code right in front of me. So it's like this mm-hmm. real spaghetti code and I don't know
2: where to do what where. Mm-hmm. This, this is not the work of a smart person. A smart person will write cohesive code and this oh god i am oh, well, seen sure a lot of WordPress themes well, like that. I, it I works wonderfully.
3: wonderfully.
1: I was fucking drunk off my ass. Oh, so this, this works wonderfully. I, my other blogs, I've been able to hack around with the code, no problem. This one is, like, the most interesting and sophisticated theme. I just am not interesting or sophisticated myself, so I don't know how to how to edit it. It is the most interesting theme in the world. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I,
3: don't,
1: I don't always make websites, but when I, I do, it's drafts. Right. <laughs> I had
3: another person. You can also change the, the fonts to something, like, really awful, like Comic Sans. Oh, gosh, no. Oh, I was always a fan <laughs> no, of um,
1: Stop guy. D. That's great. Anybody remember <laughs> the Stop D font? It was, like, real kind of computer, like, 1970s computery looking.
0: Oh, I was always a fan of Courier
1: oh. New for my pages. Oh, yeah, that's actually a nice one. Courier New
0: and actually, uh, Comic Sans for the headers.
2: Oh, that's class. Oh. <laughs> modern day no. Mac machines won't display Comic Sans, they'll just display Times New Roman I'm not sure which is worse, but really? yeah, no, wait, I'm actually pretty sure it is Comic Sans, but uh, Mac users won't actually see this colorful addition to your webpage
1: do Mac users so, see Times New Roman? Roman other Times New Roman was a Microsoft font.
3: yeah, but um, Macs Ma- have just Comic Sans sorry Comic-, Comic Sans, you have to actually add yourself if you really want to subject yourself to the horrors of it
1: well, uh, yes you do. Oh, okay. I see. Comic Sans is a Microsoft font. Times New Roman is a monotype from 1932. Mm-hmm. Well, that is not exactly a timeless it's font, though. So
3: I have another thing to blame
1: Microsoft for. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. So speaking of which, we're using OneDrive still, and Bianca, in the email Bianca got, I read that some users were going to get this. She was actually offered one free year of Office 365 as consolation or as an apology. I don't know why
2: That's she got an idea. That's a punishment, not a consolation.
0: Yay, I'm special. <laughs> I
2: guess so. Office 365 is great. use it at work. I love it. There are there are a few things worse that you can do with your computer. One is hooking up a scanner. Uh, the other is uh, trying to install an Exchange server. And then the third is uh, trying to use uh, Office 365 for anything. What? Why do you say that? I love Office 365. use it all the time at work, every day. No, 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 no. See, see uh, now the definition of bloatware has now become Office 365. I mean, Jesus. Um, Microsoft Word is one of my Achilles heels because every, everything I have to do at work that involves, you know, making a template for people, you know, people who, who think they can do their own DTP stuff. And they really just, you know, pour Comic sense all over an a, uh, A4 page. Yeah, we use A4 because we're in Europe. Um, it's just, oh, my God. Every time I have to... Every time I have to make that thing do something, I know how to use it. It's not like I get it's not like I'm just sitting there swearing at it, going, "Oh, why won't it do what I tell it to?" It is utter, utter bloatware. Oh, I, I love Word. I, I've uh, I love Word because
1: I've been tortured by it so much by the older versions that I know all the little hacky things that you have to do to make it behave. <clears throat> but since you brought I, it up, I, can, I, I can. wish we used A4 paper in Canada because. Uh, we have the worst of all worlds, sort of, when it comes to Microsoft with desktop publishing because we have to use uh, – what, what we use here is letter, 8.5 by 11 inch paper, but yeah. we don't really use inches to measure things in Canada, so it's like, I don't know, it's, there's like two decimal points required to measure the size of 8.5 by 11 inch paper. So I know A4 is measured in centimeters, and that would have been a nice round number, but for some reason, Microsoft Office assumes that Canadians measure their paper
2: in centimeters and not in inches. (laughs) Does it also go in an autocorrect color uh, to be spelled without a U? Uh,
1: No. Actually, Microsoft has a fantastic Canadian English uh, uh, dictionary. For some reason, Android, Google doesn't. Sorry. Thank you, dear. (laughs) What is this, friggin' Dang backseat designers? Did we, did we run over time?
0: I just knocked a <laughs> bag of, of floss picks onto our, my desk bell.
1: You knocked floss picks onto a desk bell. That is the most. That's
2: the. That's the most sense you've made all day, dear. That is a magical sentence. I want to marry that sentence. <laughs> I, I was
3: just about and to done. ask for like another five dollars to continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I shall resume vibrating. No, Please I, insert coin. <laughs> I, I can't improve on that. That was a good one. (laughs) What else do we have? Oh, we got a big one. We got a big bit of news this week. Pinkerton Road, uh, the studio by Jane Jensen, has announced that it is closing down this week.
4: Don't break
1: that Did you guys hear about this? Why? They said uh, sales were not what they needed to be for them to stay open.
0: A.K.A. recreated crappy
1: games. I should <laughs> say it, but I would agree. And now enough people are
2: asking about voodoo. Exactly. <laughs> voodoo? <laughs> yes. Voodoo. So is, that's, is, is it too late to start a campaign where you just tweet out,
3: eh, someone tell me about voodoo. Uh, voodoo? No, It's never too late. You know what? We should make that a hashtag, like a trending hashtag. No, so because I'm just going to
4: answer voodoo
2: every time. <laughs> voodoo. So. voodoo. And, and all I can hear is, all I can hear is Michael Dorn's voice going, actually, hoodoo is something entirely different. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> so, I uh, want
3: to ask Michael Dorn on Twitter if he can actually
1: re-record that. He was awesome as Dr. John, I thought. I liked that he a lot. lot. He
3: was so perfect. So I what did the Studio actually John. relate? Uh, I cannot imagine anybody else as Dr. John. Yeah, well, they got someone else to play
1: Dr. John in that recent remake, that completely unnecessary... Remake. Did you guys play the remake of uh, Gabriel Knight, 20th Anniversary Edition?
4: No, I didn't like the first game enough to actually play a remake of it. So. Oh, really? I love that game.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of understand why I didn't make a lot of money, because how the hell can you not reprise... Like, how can you not rehire Tim Curry to redo his role? To reprise his role? Oh, they He's talked... He's still alive. can still do it. They talked
1: around that, yeah. actually. They said that back in those times, just because... There was some kind of a loophole or something with... Um, with uh, contracting out actors for video games, that meant that they got paid very, very little, even though they probably recorded, like, eight times more dialogue than they would have for a movie.
4: So it would cost exponentially more to get, like, any one of those that, actors. That might be something now. to do with the Screen Actors Guild, because they had, like, problems where actors were unsure about doing voice acting because they would wasn't part of the guild and stuff like that, so...
1: Oh, is that it? So it wasn't, a, it wasn't union work, maybe?
4: So it it maybe because so that happened with like Metal Gear Solid One. A lot of the, the voice actors go under different names because they were worried about like whether they were allowed to do this or not. Interesting. Oh, uh,
2: interesting. Also, you have to remember. I mean, the the twentieth anniversary thing was done on like a twentieth of the budget that the original was. The, the original was. I mean, it, it looks quaint today, but it was like a multi-million-dollar, huge-ass triple-A product of its time. So uh, sure.
4: I think we forget that Sierra wasn't like some podunk small company, they were like a major player in yeah, the game. Yes. Very true. Well, I will, yeah. give,
1: um, I will give them uh, credit f- for one thing at least for the 20th anniversary edition, and that was, although the animations of people walking around were kind of stilted and not that great, the animations of the portraits while people were talking were really impressive. There were a lot of very minute, subtle little animations of people, like, their cheek muscles twitching and uh, looking around and their brow furrowing and stuff like that. that. That was the best part of that game, I thought. I love the portraits.
3: No, that, that
1: oh, was, part actually was totally on, right? Sorry. No, pilots. Oh, was that? I don't know if that was Phoenix Online or if that was. Uh, I thought that was um, Pinkerton Road. Who did that? For, and P- Phoenix Online published it. Maybe I'm wrong. I think
4: it was something like that, uh, wasn't it? I
1: think oh, it was Phoenix I didn't Online know. like
4: did work on it because they're like the the fan studio that made the King's Quest fan game and stuff like that. Right. So yeah, I can't I imagine mean, I them watched, being a publisher.
3: Yeah, I watched uh, a Let's Play of the of the 20th anniversary, and I was like. You know, I, I gotta agree too. It's like they, everybody looks kind of funny when they walk, but the uh, the portraits do look great. But the one thing that just wasn't catching me is like the voices. I guess like in my head, like I'm firmly attached to that like Tim Curry is Gabriel Knight to me, and I can't get past that. Like it's hard. It's hard to actually, aside from Dean there's like I can't really imagine anybody else being Gabriel Knight.
2: Well, there is that, and then there's also the. Uh, um... <sighs> How, how do I put this gently? Uh, the complete and utter unnecessary of the remake itself. I mean, uh, having crappy voice—oh, sorry, sorry—not crappy voice actors. I'm sure they're fine people, but having subpar voice acting compared to the original, which, which was again triple A, um, it's 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 gonna it's gonna rub people the wrong way. And also, the actual—let's let, not forget that the you know the game may look fine, but it didn't have the uh, the same magic of the original. Um, I remember. Uh, Frederick, he went on a massive rant about this in the uh, season finale of uh, Season Three of Backseat Designers. Um, the the, uh, the graphics, although pretty, I mean, I'm talking about the background graphics. Although pretty in the uh, uh, remaster, they don't have the subtle nuances and tones of the originals and such. Um, someone someone didn't have the care and attention put into uh, the remaster that the uh, that they did with the original. And also, and the originals not available. available. Sorry, yeah, you know, the
4: originals Can available you- as well.
3: Of
2: the week. And, and And let's not forget the bullshit padding that they introduced into the game quite unnecessarily. Oh, tell me about it. It's like, yeah. it,
3: what the hell was all that for? There was no point to it. I mean, no. you know, I, I, it's like, I know that the game already had like its weird length and its weird quirks in the original, but they were endearing quirks, they were endearing charms, and I like the, fl- the flow and the pace of the original much better. Yeah, one thing, I didn't get far enough to see some of the really egregious things that they added in, like a
1: sliding tile puzzle and just adding more complexity to some of the puzzles already, but what I didn't like was that day by day, there were fewer locations that you could visit in the remake than you could have in the original. The original, you could have done a few things, if not out of order, then at least you could have done a few actions, like a day or two before you really needed to, Mm -hmm. and I appreciated it. It felt a little bit more open that way. It was far more linear this way, and it it wasn't really improved by it. You know why they did that? Because oh yeah, they wanted, they wanted to, to sell, sell it episodic, Chapters right? for mobile devices. Yeah, I think they're originally going to do it in chapters, and then they decided not to, or something. But it was too late; they'd already done the work.
2: I think they. It also didn't help devices. the game that it
4: wasn't it wasn't released like as a big thing. Oh, Gabriel Knight remastered! It was like a bonus for the the Kickstarter. Like, hey guys, we've got a big secret game we're going to make. You're going to love it. And it was like it's the remaster of Gabriel Knight. That's like
3: oh. Okay. I don't know. You know what? I'm just going to wait for ScumVM to add support for Gabriel Knight so I can actually play that on my phone or on my tablet and take that with me and go instead. Is that still not supported? Mm. Still had, not supported. It had a funny engine, didn't it? It did some extra things.
1: It had
5: an SCI engine. It had
1: an SCI two engine, I believe. Oh, I think I thought they did some hacks or something, and that's why they're having trouble with the emulation. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, it's no, no, still no, no, disturbing.
4: You know, open no. door,
2: close door, <laughs> tell Frederick to go away, buy yeah, the bun. bun. There's just there's there's too many icons. No, Rob, uh, Rob is absolutely right. Uh, I think SCI zero and SCI one are supported by ScumVM. Uh, barely, I think. I, I don't know if it's, if uh, Space Quest Five runs on scum Space, Space, Space
3: Quest Six. I've played, mm-hmm. I've played I played only four. I know doesn't isn't supported. Uh, Legion two Larry is seven is not supported. Um, no. What other ones? rama is not supported. Fantasmagoria yeah. so, yeah. is not supported. Quite a few, yeah. Seven. Quite a few. The yeah, uh, okay.
2: is not supported.
3: Yeah, why should Fantasmagoria supported? Let's not. Oh, Space <laughs> Quest Seven is not supported either. Hmm. that's, well, yeah, you know, that's
4: because it's on the same engine as LS LSL seven. That's the, the like the new one. And, um, and um, yeah, and the 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 spongy animal and the kid. <laughs>
2: Best description ever. Spongy.
4: I want to go I play a like game with the spongy kid. <laughs> no, spongy animal. There's like the, the animal that Spong- like animates spongy. like a.
3: Oh, I can't what remember. passage.
2: Yeah, Tourine's passage. Go on
3: say, the dog. I was gonna say the spongy animal and the kid sounds like a t- weird children's book.
4: <laughs> Probably in it this ones. So I'm gonna get spanned so by someone. Sounds, sounds like, like a weird alright.
0: Yes, okay, this tangent's gone on long enough. You've thoroughly <laughs> derailed, and I'm gonna take this train back on track before someone pulls it into a ditch.
2: Oh. All right, what do you got for us?
0: I'm the anti Know where
2: I'm recording from, baby. <laughs> What's next?
0: So uh, you, so somebody. I'm guessing you install You said you were uh, installing OSX.
1: Oh, I installed OS X in VMware. I found some page that gives you hacks for the Windows version of VMware that lets you install OS X because um, Apple operating systems have some kind of like a hardware dongle check or something to see whether you're installing it on real. Hardware and uh, you yeah. need certain conditions in order yeah, to I, fake it out.
3: That, um, also, Hackintosh is working because, like, oh, you you install this on non Apple hardware, naughty, naughty. <laughs> you broke the EULA. Well, fuck your EULA. Mm-hmm. How how dare you want to use ROS? How dare you? how dare you?
0: How dare you want to use another type of hardware?
1: Even the, the Hackintosh ones, you have to have like very specific models of hardware for it to fake it out correctly. So I don't have that stuff. Well, Not that I want to format my well, machine.
3: When I did my very first Hackintosh, I used an old um, EPC 1000, and everything everything right <laughs> worked right out of the box. But then I did it. The hmm. only thing I had to do was just install one kernel extension so that it would see the Wi-Fi card and actually use it a little bit more, a um, little bit better. Hmm. But other than that, everything was golden. Oh well, do you don't... use Wi-Fi worse hmm? <laughs> because uh, the Wi-Fi card that the ACS-EPC came with out of the factory was one of these ones that OSX didn't exactly like so you had to get like a special K extension for it and I grabbed it I downloaded it and it worked oh
2: okay I was, I was just, just thinking like it was something
3: stupid like it didn't missing, like essentially
2: missing six digits out of the IP address or something
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to get far without that so I'm including a link to the show notes for the guide that I followed it has um, some files that you have to copy into your VMware I think it was VMware 10, 11, or 12 or maybe 9 as well that were compatible um and it even what's virtual nice is that it even has like the virtual machine extensions uh, installation, which means that it runs, the video runs a lot faster and it will automatically resize the OS desktop depending on the size of the window you run it in. And uh, I don't think it's 3D accelerated, but it runs fairly well. So it, it was fun to play around with. I even got it connected to the app store. I can't believe you need to enter your credit card information just to download free apps on the App Store. That's pretty darn chintzy, but... Uh, That's
3: kind uh, of easy. It has, it easy. Up with your iTunes account, which is basically, you know, oh, you're going to possibly buy a paid app, so we may want to hold on to this for you. No, you don't, Apple. You know what? I'll do the traditional way, and I'll go get my shit online. That's right. Yep. I, I, I had
1: one of those, luckily. I actually had to enter my credit card information just to publish this stupid podcast on friggin' iTunes. So that was already taken care of, at least. <laughs> so it's been fun to play with anyway.
2: I've kind of poked around with the OS. I'm still not planning on switching any time. I just, I just like, I, li- I like the concept that you want to put something on iTunes for other people to enjoy. Uh, we're we're going to have to see some identification, please. Oh, oh, uh, Social Security. Would you like my grandmother's maiden name? a No, we would like first to see your credit card.
0: And my firstborn. Oh, I know, <laughs> iTunes is nothing with our content.
2: Girls in your class.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you have anything that, that has so money care. in it mm-hmm. so <laughs> iTunes is nothing without its content so the fact that they make you jump through hoops, hoops to put your content on there is uh, a little insulting uh, what uh, unless
4: know? you're making a really shitty game then you can put that up there pretty quickly and pretty easily and make a couple of dollars off
3: it yeah
1: that's right if we made oh, a fart a, app a copyright material they don't care if we, if we made a fart app instead of a uh, podcast we'd be they'd welcome us with open arms
3: yeah. Well, speaking of shitty games on iOS or iTunes or whatever, one of the funniest ones and the most infamous ones I had ever seen was this obvious made bootleg called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which had absolutely nothing to do with teenagers, mutants, ninjas, nor turtles. It was one of these very cheap, arcade shoot 'em shoot shoot-'em-ups where, like, the guy just, like, kind of, like, slides back and forth depending on which way you tilt the iPhone. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> so obvious, Alpha, because it's, like, there's just smudges everywhere to get rid of copyrighted material in the background, and nothing animates properly. And you just see, like, a debug counter in the in the top right that actually counts upwards to say how many lives you have left. <laughs> An Apple and approach? they actually sold that for six whole weeks on the iStore, on the iTunes Store for $5.00 and wow. it was an obvious like, rip-off and everybody reporting it and Apple did not actually do anything until six weeks, whereas somebody who was actually slightly critical of Apple's practices put up a game and it got taken down within two days. Yeah,
1: and doesn't Apple have to approve it in the first place for it to appear? Yes. yes they do.
2: Yes, so they not hell do Apple
5: they,
2: have they to, have to well, approve it. it. That's nuts. That's we, we, we publish a couple of apps and none of them are interesting, but we publish a couple of apps in the, uh, in the, uh, the workplace that I work for and... Um, Not only do you have to sit through uh, an approval process, which can take anywhere from uh, a couple of days to two weeks if they're kind of busy, but if you want to publish... If, yeah, but if you want to publish a um, uh, an update like like a standard update, like uh, just uh, bug fixes or whatever, you know, on Android you just sort of push the APK out there and boom, it's out there in like you know four four or five hours. It, it'll uh, you know if, uh, you know migrated all over the internet. With Apple, they have to run through the entire approval process once again. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sony and Microsoft do with the Xbox One and PS Four. Yeah, that's right. When you push
4: updates out on there, they've got to approve it, and that's why it takes longer for those games to get updates compared to PC.
1: It costs money to update your game on uh, Xbox Live as well, I think. To, to it it did on 360.
4: Time. I don't know if it still does, but they used to charge, like, you got a certain amount of free updates and then they're like, okay, now you have to pay money because you're costing us server space and that.
1: Mm. Was it server space, or was it the man hours that it took for them to review it? Because they give... It was
4: one or the other. I mean, it's got to sit on their servers to get onto the live, I suppose. You can't have it on your computer, so... Mm. I remember the guys from Introversion Software, when they were talking about their game Darwinia.
1: Oh, Multiwinia. um, How difficult it was for them, how much money they had to spend to patch their game, and how long it took between... Not only did... It took them a long time for Microsoft to approve their updates, but they actually did uh, appreciate the feedback they got from Microsoft. They got really, like meticulous, practical feedback from Microsoft on how to make their game better for their platform and then just better in general for usability, how to make their menus more navigable and readable and stuff like that. But it almost bankrupt them having to deal with Microsoft uh, to such an extent because they refused to publish their game until it was very, very yeah. p- perfect.
4: Microsoft is aiming for a, your game is finished, let's put it on our console, not a, oh, you would like to update
2: your game every week. sort yes. of model, so. Yeah, as, as, as opposed to as opposed to publishing an app on the Windows Phone, which was uh, you know it's a barren it, it is a barren wasteland now. It was a barren wasteland when it came out, and now they're just kind of uh, Windows Phone. Uh, we we do not recall this, sir. Uh, um, Pretty but, much, you know, publishing uh, publishing an app on the Windows Phone is just like yes, thank you, thank you. It, it will be live in two hours. Thank you so much for coming inside. <laughs> thank, thank you for remembering about us. us. Thank you.
4: Yes. I we can need. Imagine you. <laughs>
3: You love it's me. Like the, you really the, the, the love college. me. College. I'd like to learn to speak whale, well, please. A student.
2: <laughs> Enjoy the crickets and tumbleweeds. This is all we have. <laughs> we're, we're, you'll, see 10, you'll see ten views. That's
4: because we've clicked view your page nine times. What the? How the heck do oh, we get we to this conversation? Funny. All right, VMware. Yeah, we, we got here somehow. When will we, VMware run Windows ninety eight properly? Is what I want to know. Uh, it does today.
1: You
4: know, it runs it, it, does it great. does Windows ID properly. V- VirtualBox, on the other hand,
1: bitches about it. Yeah, VirtualBox doesn't have the um, virtualization extension, so it doesn't do 3D acceleration properly, and it screws around with the drivers. Um, I mean, VMware I mean, runs 95 and 98 very, very well, even for gaming. I've had major audio problems.
3: Well, well it was actually, last, like, a year and a half ago. I, I tried installing 98 on um, VirtualBox, and the promise is like, it installs, but 98 itself is like crashing constantly. And then I l- I looked it up online and it turns out that VirtualBox is gonna eventually ditch 9X support. What a shame. I mean, it it, you get what shame. you pay for, uh, I
2: suppose, but
1: when,
2: that's when, a shame. When you're saying that 98 crashes all the time, uh, did you actually try and run 98 back in the day? That's kind of what it does. Oh, 98 was great. know no, no, it, it has like hardware I know 98
3: ran like, like shit. Like, like, I, bought a, I got a penny on two computer for art school That had ninety eight in the box, and I actually had to uninstall it and then switch it over to Windows two thousand.
1: And for me, whenever ninety eight started misbehaving, I would just throw in the uh, the installation CD and install it over top of itself, and that cleaned it up pretty well. I must have done that like a hundred times, so I
4: guess that's 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 not very indicative of stability. But I I hacked around a lot. On my father's computer, because I was like 12, we had Windows 98 and it ran fine for like five years. We had
2: no problems. Yeah, I, I was really very happy with that. What like did you. you use it for? Minesweeper and uh, fucking. No, I, I played a lot of games on that computer. <laughs> Where they DOS games? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm poking holes in your logic because Windows 98 worked fine for the first six months you had it installed. And then it would just start piling shit on top of itself. It would like re- literally bury itself in its own shit. It was, yeah. Well, all of a sudden you got like the a... The registry would get up. just piling up like fucking rabbits. It's true. If you were like going to install a lot of I did run it in the
4: Australian bush. We didn't have internet connection that was that stable. So it didn't have a chance to download anything...
3: I had well, that one of the be best solutions something that, and stuff You said no, Bush. I have one of the best solutions ever that I found for Windows ninety eight, which was this uh, this application called ninety eight Lite, which oh, actually yeah. allows you to rip out all the cruft from ninety eight and replace the shell with the Windows ninety five shell and rip out Internet Explorer, which was the biggest piece of hole. There was a gigantic fucking gaping hole. It was like the goatsey of Windows 98. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: it was integrated into the desktop and everything. And right into the the shell. Right into the UI.
3: And me being a Netscape fan fan at that time, I was like, no, fuck this noise. I'm not using your your shit operating system. I'm not using your shit browser. I went online, I found the solution, and I just did it and I ripped out Internet Explorer and Windows 98 was running great after that. I had Netscape yeah. running quickly and quietly, and it was like, all is golden, all is great, all is milk and honey.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, Although, Explorer, oh. your, uh, your, uh, your other solution, uh, which, uh, which, was, which is what I did back when I was fucking 19, maybe, 18 or 19, was uh, to actually just install Windows 2000, which did come out in 1999. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, that was—that's probably the best operating system I've run uh, a good OS. until until Windows 7 came out. I like yeah, XP better I, I than 2000. That XP I
3: didn't have the operating games yeah, I
1: liked XP a lot better than 2000 because XP, even though it looked a little bit more garish, it had all these little shortcuts. Like, you, you're you doing this. These are the four steps you probably want to do
2: next. Just click here yeah. to do one of those but things. I, it was intuitive. I, I was, was kind of t- uh, playing technological catch-up at that point. So, uh, not, not ketchup, catchup catch-up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, That's, Mike get, That's what happens
0: when the, the breath, tomato I mean, falls behind so, the parents. <laughs> it's it squashed. What? Catch-up.
2: Toy. Catch-up. <laughs> oh, catch-up. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's it up. took for fucking ever to just load the UI. I had to, you know, it, you, you could go into uh, settings and tell it to uh, run a uh, Windows 2000 kind of UI, so it had, the, you know, the flat boxes. And the flat nah, play, don't bite uh, my yeah, foot. Classic yeah. mode, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so what I run my... Bianca, uh, basically, I basically... Uh, yes? Bianca, I, I, I rolled my uh, my Windows XP into a ditch. That is exactly what I did.
3: <laughs> you beat <laughs> you her to it. I didn't yes. say With, anything, but hey, mom. he said it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had to do Windows dual booting with Linux because at that time Wine was a complete fucking piece of shit and barely ran anything. So I still needed a few tools that were Windows only, and I'm like, I guess I have no choice, do I? Okay, dual booting.
1: Yeah, that was a tricky time to do uh, to do uh, Windows emulation uh, in in Linux history. It, w- it uh, was not a yeah. very mature product yet.
3: Let me let me say back in the back in the olden days where everything was just like really primitive looking and really looking. we were happy to have a brain system but we walked back <laughs> both ways I couldn't even get away from fucking photoshop because the gimp back in that time was crap the gimp was crap back in those days oh yeah I mean, the still GIMP GIMP
2: is race. I
4: it never liked like, the gimp the last time I tried to install gimp it like took forever then I went and got paint.net and I was like done I love paint.net <laughs> so much
1: I could never get into gimp, GIMP. I don't like that I hate the it's UI gorgeous.
0: I tried I'm tried. Supp- 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 supposed to be professional when it comes good, to Photoshop. I'm supposed Paint. to
1: actually
2: Internet know what i Paint.net is far superior,
0: has better usability, a better UI, and good versatility, and it's a lot, far more intuitive and less uh, digging around to find exactly what kind of stupid shit you
1: need. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I've uh, used
0: but, both, and I honestly is great. think yeah,
3: Paint.net uh, just uh, back then better is shit. It's not me. Organization I mean, GIMP. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm supposed to know my way around
2: Photoshop, but uh, every time I, I every time I load up GIMP, it's just like, okay, I know it can do everything that I wanted to. Now, where's that fucking option hiding? I mean, just resizing an image took like fucking thirty minutes when it took like it, it would take like two seconds in Photoshop. I know that's just me being used to another you know different uh, piece of software, but still, I mean, GIMP just goes out of its way to mess with you. Oh, well,
1: that's with that's me with Photoshop too. I don't know how to use. It at all. I really ought to learn.
4: To be fair, I don't know how to use Photoshop because I'm I don't know how to do arts. Yeah, me too.
1: I I, I, wonder
0: if I call used GIMP if I makes you I GIMP. That Paint.net, and I honestly <laughs> found that Paint.net
2: well, is more immediately productivity <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, it
3: makes
2: me uh, a leather suit. Put some ball gag in my mouth. Yep, yeah, and sticks you in the cellar somewhere. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm
2: getting like Nine inch nails flashbacks from, from yeah. this conversation. What,
3: what, what's your safe word? What's your safe word? Scam! Kim. <laughs> please, Jim, no! I'm
0: Okay, these guys are officially hand. off topic, so how about somebody tells us what games they played this week. We'll start with Robert.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Nicely
1: done. Oh, I love oh, you okay. when you're dominating. Robert be told. Uh, no. Robert, you yeah. yeah. like the hell
3: up. <laughs> Mystery. Okay, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one on the podium today. How am I? Playing? All right, let's see. Crusader No Remorse. That's one of the ones I've been playing. Nice. Oh, nice. Yes. Getting about half, I'm already about halfway through the game. Hmm. I never played I too know. much of
1: that. You, you enjoy, you, did you play, play that back
3: in the day? I played that back in the day, and I bought a new copy quite a while back, and I'm actually playing it again now.
1: Oh, oh you have a box copy or the GOG? Um, no, I have the physical copy. Oh, very physical nice. CD. Yeah, I was a fan of, uh, was that, uh, Necros who did the, uh, soundtrack for that?
3: That was, um, I think so. It was Andrew Sega.
1: Yeah, that's Necros, Andrew Sega. I, I love yeah. the soundtrack. I just didn't get into the game. I thought the controls were kind of weird. That uses the Ultima 8 engine, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, it does. And it's like, it is, a, it is. And so that's a little bit weird, uh... You know, controls in that game are really awkward. Like, I can use my mouse, I can, like, right-click, and I can make my guy move forward. Or I can use, like, the WASD keys. But it's, like, it is. It's a lot of weird, you know, button combinations to do, like, all your actions. But I got pretty damn far so far. And I got this from a a store nearby called Digital Press, which is one of my favorite used game stores.
5: Mm.
3: And I got it for, like, five bucks. Is it uh, easier or harder to control than uh, Omicron? Um, I would say Ooh, tough one. I, I would say a little bit harder if you want to really retain your sanity though do not play the console version of Crusader No Remorse on the Playstation because they mapped everything just so fucking weird on the controller that it is nearly impossible to like move and chew gum at the same time in that game you can move oh, and chew Christ.
2: gum on, I want to play this game Yeah. yeah. Is, is there actually a chew
3: gum button I wish there was a chew gum button there is an problem. Yeah, probably. Oh, it's right. probably like a. Omicron, um, um, probably saw. is a
1: chewing gum quick time event. <laughs> up, <laughs> down, up, down, up, down.
3: With David Bowie singing yeah, in, like, in the background. That, like, he lifts his helmet up so slightly and he sticks in a piece of gum, and he's like, just so, see so you hear him. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so let's see another one I've been playing. I installed MAME on my computer recently so I started playing some old arcade games again and, and one of the ones I started playing was this game called Ray Force. Oh, yeah. And the one that I sent you the soundtrack for? Yes. Very is gorgeous a, game. A, is that a shoot Like a side scrolling a shoot-up. shoot-up? It's a top-down. And the idea is like your spaceship, you have like standard cannons and you've got like this lock-on laser that enemies are like on a lower plane underneath you and you can actually move your reticle around them and you can actually lock onto them and you hit a button and you just shoot out like all these lasers everywhere and just blast everything the kingdom come. And you can I have like I a that. lasers at once. It is, it's a beautiful like beautiful soundtrack. Like fucking gorgeous soundtrack. But the game is like dog balls hard. Well it's an arcade game. That's the point. Yeah it's probably didn't like, that game have dip switches from, that you can modify in main to make it easier? No, you, well, you can switch the, the dip switches around and make it easier or harder depending on what you want.
1: Yeah, that's what I. That's how I remembered it. A lot of the games back then had like 10 different difficulty levels or how, and how many quarters do be... you want
2: to steal today? Exactly. All of them or just most of them? You're right. The whole world. <laughs> is it like is it like a, a Raptor Call of the Shadows kind of thing? Like yeah. Like hell uh, side-scrolling? I think yeah, Raptor no, no, Call no, of the no, Shadows no. is nothing yeah. in comparison.
1: That wasn't even that great of a game as I recall. What, which Raptor? one, Raptor Colum Yeah, Atlas? Raptor. Oh, right. Compared to Tyrion, nothing beats Tyrion. Not even Star Gunner? No, not even Star Gunner. Tyrion is the best shmup for PC,
3: if you ask what? me. Definitely one of the best. I like the the soundtrack to Star Gunner a hell of a lot, though. Hits so much ass.
1: Oh, I don't remember. Tyrion's uh, soundtrack I was kind of so-so about, which seems to be an unpopular opinion. I'll, I'll have to mm-hmm. check out the Star Gunner. Star Gunner had a mod soundtrack,
3: didn't it? Was that an Amiga game, too? No, it wasn't. That was um, that was a mod soundtrack, and that was uh, Lee Jackson that composed it. Okay, okay. Ooh, Lee Jackson. Jackson. Yep, Lee Jackson, the legend. Ooh. The legend. He did, he did Rise of the Triad. Uh, I love that soundtrack. Yes. Mm. And Duke 3. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it did, it did par, par, parts of Duke 3D.
2: Uh, the, the, the parts that were good, and then Robert uh, Prince just went in and fell asleep on his keyboard and did the rest of them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: And uh, uh, no, January, no, no,
2: no no, fa- no, no offense to Robert Prince, though. Uh, I mean, he did the. Uh, I mean, he, he ripped off all, all. He ripped off all the great heavy metal classics for Doom. So I know the guy can do music, but um, <laughs> yeah, the Duke Duke 3D soundtrack. Nah, not so much. You've got to eat yeah. your vegetables.
5: <laughs> yeah. <has it>
2: And him doing a run-through of that, like, just sitting there waving his ha- hands around, that is that is just gorgeous. I mean, Robert Prince, what a hell is, the guy.
3: Bobby. Um, what else? Um, Any Fury other Fury 3. What's that? Fury 3. Oh, that's another
1: one. Terminal Reality? Yep. That's a great game. What a cool that engine. Is a
5: great...
1: With that mod soundtrack that's fucking killer. Uh-huh. That was a really, really good wow. game. The game engine is amazing, and the soundtrack is amazing. I love that. And Terminal Velocity, great games.
3: Yep. Well, they're they're both on the same engine. I guess it's like Fury Three is almost like it almost feels like a add on mission pack to Terminal Velocity because it's like it's almost the exact same engine. It's just running on Windows instead of DOS this time. Yeah, it was a Windows ninety five really one. Harder than
2: the original. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you you said Fury, not Yowie, because I was I was thinking, how the hell do you? <laughs> I don't Why the fuck would oh, I not? No, 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 no,
3: no Why the hell would I say that? I don't. don't None of our business. We don't know what you're playing. I don't know what I'm playing either. Half the time, I'm just like, oh, let me throw throwing a disc? Oh, I randomly clicked this game. I was like, video game. I, I left.
2: randomly clicked the. I randomly clicked the shoot semen into somebody's mouth uh, button, and yep, uh, that was the
3: Yowie three achievement unlocked money shot hearing trolls talk about money shot (laughs) (laughs) and uh lastly lastly of course a lot of skull girls you do play Uh, a lot of skull girls uh, that's uh, a really cool game i'm no good at it but you play a lot of that oh god i want to i i'm really enjoying that game and my friend is like one of my friends he's like another fighting game enthusiast he's like so what draws you into that game is like you know i don't know it's just like it's got a frantic pace, and it's got like a great comboing system. It's so complex. If you so know complex. what you're doing, like, you can, you can annihilate people. It's a very complex combo like the system. girls? Hmm? They're more like... <laughs> uh, like, the they're more like girls at Louis yeah? No, they're, they're more like uh, Dark Deco girls with like a lot of like... There's like one that's like body hard because like, she's a horrible abomination. She's like an experiment with like a, a metal spine coming out of her back with a gigantic bladed wheel, and she's got like veins popping out all over her body and nails sticking out of her joints it's like hard. that's pretty hardcore cool. it is hardcore that the animation's is. incredible in that game and, then, and there's another one who's like disguises herself as a numb but is like an eldritch abomination
1: yeah Bianca you and I played Skullgirls do you remember that one the fighting game yes yeah we, we both just mashed some buttons until the other person fell over but uh which meant that's that
0: how usually I play Brian loses because I'm next one masher
1: you're quite the masher
3: one must fall is fucking awesome I love that one I, I, I know the second one anyway it was awesome one Must Fall mm-hmm. is one of the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, love that. Well, then, 2098 or whatever, 2097, that was the one I it, loved. 2097? I can never remember. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That's one yeah, of One Must
3: Fall, 2097. All is fair in love and war. And slamming your face against the keyboard going, Please kill him now! <laughs> yes, that's Grabbing right. Grabbing robot and doing the destruction move. Screws everywhere. Yep. Scrap a wrap. Uh-huh. Is anything else you played? Oh yes, other excellent yes. mods soundtrack jazz Jackrabbits. Oh yeah, ooh yeah, Epic Mega
1: Games. That's a that's a classic uh, platformer. Great. Favorite- uh,
4: I don't know if you'd call that Jazz Jackrabbit a classic. That. Um,
1: is that
2: I don't no, know if it was just the engine the or the soundtrack is better than the fucking game. Yeah, you're probably it, right. It about has that. a
4: lot of faults. It's trying to be Sonic the Hedgehog, but you like slam into the walls like every three that's seconds because
1: you too fast. <laughs> I always liked Jill of the Jungle better than Jazz personally. Jill yes. in the Jungle was awesome. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm.
3: But, um, I, yeah, <laughs> I would have to say there's, like, uh, Jazz is trying to be, like, Sonic the Hedgehog and Mega Man at once, and it's like, it doesn't quite work. Yeah. It's not a bad game, but it's one of those games you're going to be, like, get in the mood
4: for and be ready for it. its bullshit. It's kind of a game you settle for. It's not really a game you're
1: in
2: the mood for. No, exactly yeah. it, it looks it looks gorgeous it i mean uh, the, the 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 only reason i played it was just like wow this, the, the the graphics are actually really good because i was used to like commander keen and stuff which is which has great gameplay but you know the graphics are kind of so and so uh but Jazz yes, jack just looked fucking awesome and the music was fucking awesome and i was just going all right i have to get into this somehow oh uh well fuck this game
4: pretty much just <laughs> <It's> pretty much <laughs>
3: You know, yeah, I, I I think like one of my other one of my other favorites though was Epic Pinball. Of course. One of my favorite I soundtracks know, too. A good soundtrack.
1: I played that game so 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 much. Do you have a favorite table? Android. Probably mine too. And that was a shareware one, so everybody got that. But I think that was my favorite one too. That or there was a really good race car one, I forget what it was called. High velocity or oh, something. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. That had a really good song and it was a fun it was a really fast table with lots of ramps and
3: zooming around. Well, I, I like the uh, the Jill of the Jungles people too. Oh, yeah. That had great sounds, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Especially, like, the the ambient in the background. You hear, like, the waterfalls gently falling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you hear the stupid screaming noises that Jill of the Jungle's got all the time?
4: I oh, think God,
3: could. those no, noises. The, those were that that was, like, the do. weirdest and yet most clever use of random noises I've ever heard in a video game ever was Jill of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. But they were, they were just going like sound blaster, who
2: digital effects? We can do this shit. No, let's just put anything in. That they did. Yeah. I talked about the
1: yeah, jungle I, a bit when I was on Dawson Nostalgics uh, podcast. Hi, Anatoly. I that was the first podcast yeah, yeah. I ever did about game uh, game and early PC sound.
3: Uh, I, I loved in jail of the jungle you grab a knife and you hear Dang! you hear like a guitar riff
1: <laughs> the sounds are all like <laughs> amped to 140% in that game There's, and that's, that's, that's very part of wild. the charm it's
2: crazy it's crazy but I mean, that's very like, much of the charm you're absolutely right. Sure like, like grabbing a knife was like a, the proto quad damage of that game yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a very disturbing sound trolls never do that again please
3: back when again. Do again oh gosh Dang!
1: oh man <laughs> My knees are quivering. Oh, I'm so glad I don't
4: have pants on.
3: <laughs> I have it now. I used to love playing that game with my speakers back in the time because I had powered speakers and you just turn it all the way up and you just hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised your family didn't come in and bait the crap out of you and throw
2: the computer out the window.
3: I, they were on the verge of it.
2: <laughs> My dad has never been so disappointed with me. Uh, I mean, my my dad was an electrical engineer, and he hooked up my old Sound Blaster 16 to my stereo. Uh, like he, he had this long ass cable that just went from my Sound Blaster 16 straight into my stereo. You know, it had a tape deck and everything, and uh, and a, a built-in turntable and shit. And I used to uh, like put two desk chairs on either side of me and just put my uh, uh, speakers, which were like uh, I don't know, let's just say four feet tall. Um, up, uh, like like I was wearing the big. The biggest headphones in the world, and just sit there and play Quake. And uh, I mean, he, he was the reason I say he was disappointed was that I used to do this at 3 a.m. So, um, yeah, isn't mm-hmm. that the correct time to do it? That's like, oh, it's Quake o'clock. Yeah, put it in perspective. It's There's Quake much worse things to be
1: doing Quake at 3 a.m.
3: Quake somewhere. <laughs> well, no, it, when, I had, when I had Quake, I by that time, I actually had like powered speakers with a big monster subwoofer. So I was like, turn it up and throw on Quake. <laughs> so
4: <laughs> I remember actually had yeah. Quake in the at the day. I had Duke and Doom, and that was it. Well, Bianca,
1: you, it came Bianca oh. you pissed off your dad with uh, your various game sounds back in the day, didn't you?
0: Oh yeah, all I played were strategy games when I was really when I was younger. Most of my all my computer games were uh, real time strategy.
4: Work,
2: work, work. Did any of those have a sound as awesome as the, the Doom shotgun? Who, who no, wasn't but on they Twitter had a. Zugzug.
0: Something need doing. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the sound of various uh, peasants and peons dying. And Dabu. the sounds of farms inspiring. Dabu.
1: Dabu. Dabu. talk. Me not that kind of doesn't work. <laughs> this is just
2: going to be in the podcast from now on. Drug dog.
5: Zugzug.
1: Zugzug.
2: <laughs> oh, by the what? way, uh, uh, in the previous <laughs> episode, you, got, you guys were talking about uh, uh, um, you guys were talking about who did the voices for the uh, different you know peons and grunts in the early Warcraft games one I and two. It, was it was Bill Roper. It was Bill he Roper. he did the human ones anyway. I don't he know he if he did the,
1: did the humans and the orcs. Oh, did he? And he was the narrator. No, it was Bill Roper who was another early Blizzard Blizzard North employee or Blizzard. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, he, he basically he basically wrote the game and voiced it. Yeah, yeah, he did the whole manual too. I, th- I think actually, I don't remember if Roper or
2: Metzen did the manual. It was one of them, maybe both of them. But he he did voice the orcs as well. Hmm. So, anyway, uh, back to you, Rob. How much I still have my manual for more, for Warcraft 2. I could look it up.
1: Yeah, Joe Mestriani does a good uh, uh, a good discussion of the manual that came with Warcraft on Upper Memory Block podcast. Mm-hmm. He said that was one of the better manuals, and it's like it's got pages and pages and pages of backstory for an otherwise you smash
2: those guys kind of a game. (laughs) Those guys over there, go hit them. That's it. That is one thing I always really, really admired about uh, Blizzard games because I I could never really get into RTSs. I'm terrible at them, so I I, usually just play the multiplayer, but Warcraft really stuck as, you know the early Warcraft, like 1 and 2, was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of backstory in here. Someone really sat down and had a good old heart think about this. And, I mean, it's it's so it's so cliche, like, you've got humans, you've got orcs, and you're like, okay, you didn't even come up with those races. They're just, like, battling it out. But no, he actually sat down and wrote a fucking story about it. Um, Very impressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that Great. it was. Yeah, they're always thick with lore, the Blizzard games, and they're always so accessible. Their interfaces are very good, and the gameplay is nicely balanced. It's their, their games are extremely thoughtful
4: mm-hmm. but yeah so, I guess when you talk to do more to Warcraft fans because then you get like
1: mixed opinions oh sure well yeah well they're fans aren't <laughs> they
0: yeah that would make everyone happy yeah so uh, who has to talk about what they played this week I guess we'll most move, of us I guess we'll move <laughs> on to I mean, Dark all of us
4: besides Robert yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so let's go to Dark
1: Robert.
4: yes you're welcome <laughs> who's next Dark Darker? all right uh, I've been playing Hitman. That's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> oh, Hitman, which one? Uh, the new one. Oh, the episodic one.
4: Yeah. How uh, How's that working out for you? How do you like the episodic thing? I'm not a fan of the episodic thing because it's kind of stupid. But it seems like they haven't actually finished the game yet, and that's why they're doing it. So I'd yeah. rather have it now than in a year's time. Um, and the episodes are working out pretty good. Yeah, how does uh, it are not tiny, up? They're, they're rather large. Are you a fan of the series over the years? Yeah, I've, I've played everyone since the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's had its ups and downs, but it's pretty. I've, I've
2: enjoyed the series. Mm-hmm. Interesting side um, note: my boss's son is the uh, person who drew the original Hitman. Oh, really? The uh, one of the co founders of IO Interactive, and it's it's been sold years and years and years ago. But uh, um, I happen to know the dude and have headbanged with the dude at my self-indulgence concerts, the dude who drew the original Hitman. Yeah, Very nice. Baldy McBardcode is his name, I think.
4: <laughs> yes, that is his, uh, his uh, nice. official name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, pretty nifty. Um, I've also been playing uh, Starbound and uh, Stardew Valley.
1: Oh, I want to check out Stardew Valley, especially it has, uh, that's a co-op game, isn't it?
4: Uh, it's not a co-op game yet. He's talking about like the next major update will include co-op of some sort. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe Bianca and, and he handed them. that over to Chucklefish to do that part. Right.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, good for him. He was humble about it. He said he would do it himself, but he wanted some competent team who knew how to do that stuff to do it for him. Yeah,
4: he, he he'd always said that he wanted to do the entire game himself, but mm. that he felt that he didn't have the skill set to like do that properly and fast and you know, get it out. So he handed it over to Chucklefish, who published his game, I'm pretty sure, so Mm
5: -hmm.
4: it works out for him in the end. How are you liking that game? It's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's... Well, I've been been playing Harvest Moon since, like, the PS1 version, Mm. Uh, so it's essentially Harvest Moon on the PC, but better. (laughs) Hmm. So, I, tried yeah. to,
1: I tried to get into the PlayStation ones but they were they're very slow games they're like very they're kind of talky and they're just super slow paced and I know that's the appeal I just didn't allow myself to kind of sink into it somehow I, sh- um, I should
4: they, they tend to be like it starts off like the, the Harvest Moon games are notorious for having a very long sort of introduction right. very slow build in mm-hmm. um, but once you get past that there actually there's very little talking unless you go to the people and do it yourself um Which is sort of the, the, that's one of the things that Stardew Valley's done well. It it, it dropped the whole, let's have a very, uh, you know, forced tutorial. It's just gone, here's a bunch of quests. That's how you play the game. There's the door. Go do things. Fuck off and do something. Oh, I appreciate that. So, you know, it gives you like a bunch, like it's got a bunch of quests that sort of like they roll into each other, like plant some seeds, do this. And it sort of sets you up to learn about all the little systems one by one. But if you know what you're doing, you can be like, screw that. I'll just do it in whatever order I want. Thank you very much. Hmm. Or you can go on Wikipedia and yeah, check all the cheats and
2: what's I the best plant to be growing. I oh, actually think that uh, go plant some seeds was the tagline for Yowie 3. There
4: you go
1: with the Yowie
2: again.
4: Not a grown? There you go with again. Not a What? I don't care. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> okay, good.
2: Okay. I think I just, I just tried to bring it and I'm just going to sit here and shut up now. You
4: forget I live in Australia. What's two guys bringing seed? I don't care. I've seen spiders eat each other alive. Sweet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, right. I forget you live in... Uh, you, you live like in the th- fucking Thunderdome. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. I, I've watched a wasp fly down and inject its eggs into a spider and then later on walked out and seen a dead husk of a spider where the wasp came out. Wow. Hmm.
3: Dude, is fucking uh, If funny. That was just a
2: McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> come to Australia. Watch our wildlife fuck each other up. We, we
4: really, that's, Our tagline should really be, come to Australia. You might die or you might see something die. Get over it. Yeah. That's right. The Steve Irwin experience.
3: Australia is like the one country where you get in the water and you have the potential chance of getting stung by a tiny little jellyfish that'll kill you in four minutes. I'm glad that I live on the other side of the country
4: from that. That's, like, over in Queensland. Uh, we just have the very large one that'll sting you, and you might die in about 15 minutes. Oh, I what, like about, those what about
3: a tiny little octopus the size of a golf ball that if it nips you, you're dead in, like, two minutes? I have poked one of them with a stick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this, is, this is what kids in Australia do for fun.
4: That's the manliest it's thing also, I've
1: ever heard. Kudos, it's a, man. It's a
4: blue-ringed octopus, and they only get their blue rings when they're, like, threatening things. So I walked, I like saw one and I was like, right, I want to see your blue rings. And I went, and? and its blue rings came up. And I went, right, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is very
3: manly. <laughs> nice one.
4: They're They're tiny <laughs> Next to so it. Right, Jesus. I, 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 I
3: can Actually, imagine like, if they had like, a ton of beers in them and they did that and they were like, yo, rite of passage. <laughs> 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 I, I've been stung Actually, by just, like, Whoa. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's, that's supposed to be insanely painful.
4: Yeah, um, luckily we had vinegar, so I could just pour vinegar on it, and that sorts it out pretty quick. But uh, it's not. Oh, not I've fun. heard that if you pee on it, I've heard you. No, pee on peeing, it, peeing on it does the like complete it. opposite. It actually makes all the barbs fire, so you would go through like an immense amount of pain. Ooh, what <laughs> kisser!
2: I just I just like the ideas of oh my god he's been stung by a jellyfish here give him a golden shower and he just they, lies there writhing in pain. They actually used to say that. That
4: was actually used to be in the first aid manuals. Wow. That um someone should pee on it. Give him a golden shower. Everyone
3: gather around. <laughs> gather around. Gather around, he's been stung. <laughs> no I haven't! He's been stung. Let me finish my beer. I'll be right Get there. It. Oh god, dude, trolls, you're turning this into a pissing contest. Oh, <laughs> Alright I'm just okay, go enough dick-waving, and Trolls can
0: wait his turn to talk about what games he's played.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad we have a moderator here. We'd get nowhere.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So I will go next, because I've decided it's my turn, and no one can contradict me. <laughs> okay. So, oh, Damn. actually, I only played, like, one game this week, because, well, I had other things I wanted to do instead. But I finally finished Techno Babylon, which Yay. I was glad to have just done, and that brain. was a good story. And But I was, of course, baffled by the uh, end of it, but why not because I mean you wind up look, talking to yourself who's in a computer
1: hmm. yeah that was a cool
4: game it did have a pretty yeah. good ending
0: it, it was a cool game I liked it oh, I um,
4: but did you see my brain that's the important part did I what did you see my brain my brain is in that game your brain my brain that's right you sent in a, a scan picture or something didn't you Yeah, Ben Ben knows that I had a a head fracture, and he was like, do you have any CAT scans of your skull? And I was like, yes, I do. So I sent him a photo of one of my CAT scans, and he used that to draw a brain. It's a tiny little image in the background. It's not like it's anything important. That's pretty damn cool. I didn't notice. Oh, (laughs) you didn't notice? That's no way to talk to the star of (laughs) Techno Babylon. Yeah, yeah, the star. You'd see my... I think my name's actually in the credits. I think Ben ended up getting it put in there. It damn well better Uh, be. Yeah, but...
1: Mm-hmm. otherwise you have to sue them for using your, your, your cranial likeness
2: <laughs> my squishy brain meats yeah mm. <laughs> actually that's a nice credit to get squishy brain meats that's an well. awesome credit to get that's an honor man so dear, no, what else no, do you well, play
4: and as far as I'm concerned it, it wasn't anything I did it's all Ben's work well mm. I don't know the cracking your skull part
1: was probably took some doing as well
4: yeah, yeah no, no, the just a the that was, yeah, it was, just, in, it was incidental yeah. Oh. It, got, it got me out of my high school exams, so, you know. Why didn't I think of that? Swings and roundabouts. Why didn't I start this podcast 20 years ago? Brain surgery, but, you know, no exams. Oh, hey. You win some, you lose some.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else have I played? Well, Adventure Capitalist had its, uh, another event going on. I'm almost finished that. It's boring.
1: Um, what are you, boring? I like this event. It was easy. Unlike the last one, which was very hard, and I didn't finish it. And I, was, oh God, they, I
3: hated that last event It drove me up the wall uh, They extended the last event by two days I still didn't finish it
0: Yeah, me neither I did it wrong, obviously
3: I, 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 I only got like I got everything But I was like I was barely able to get any of the patches Or any of the unlocks I ended up with nothing Oh, I got I, I, like, I did all that work And all I got was a lousy t-shirt <laughs> Yeah I think I,
1: I think I got Everything but the final badge Which is the only thing I care about So I didn't really care About yeah. the other stuff I see, oh, but this one like, I'm almost done. You too. You're you're closer to done than I am. You yeah, only, I have like a few
0: points to go on uh, the barf bucket, and I already got the space Buddies. Oh, and
1: because of who's on the podcast, what is the barf bucket? Oh, you don't know what the barf bucket is because you won't watch friggin' spaceballs with me. There's a. There's I
0: a... watch spaceballs with you. It's stupid, <laughs> and I don't want to watch it
1: again. <sighs> the barf bucket oh. is the up is the overturned uh, soiled helmet of Darth Helmet. Oh. Honk. That was a mighty hard. <laughs> how
4: would you do that to my helmet? <laughs> it's it's pretty and great. Technically, it's dark helmet in Spice Bowls. Oh, you're right. Okay, so it's not your you helmet. Over
2: my helmet
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm oh, sorry for watching. Off
3: like, well, like off to the side. It'll never happen again. Fine, you can watch <laughs> it,
0: if you movie. fetch a uh, steam bow to me, ma- we'll boys.
1: Ooh, maybe
2: I will. Okay.
0: We ain't and found shit! You can guys can <laughs> shut up. I'm not done talking.
2: <laughs> How many assholes we got on this <sighs> show? I said and... shut up. No! Yo. <laughs> you
0: want me to mute you? We'll mute you. Well, okay. <laughs> what else we play? Oh, we played tabletop simulator.
1: Oh yeah. That is pretty cool. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of this one or played this tabletop simulator? No, yeah. I've got tabletop simulator It's for so a couple cool. of games. Would you want to describe what tabletop simulator is dear? Okay,
0: essentially it allows you to play like virtualized versions of board games without it being like the computerized versions, which are often not the same experience. So, for example, take the game of life. There are two iterations of it that have been de- that are uh, that exist in the digital world. There's the uh, one from the uh, late '80s, early '90s that kind of looks like Play touch- which is really cool. Don't
1: touch the don't touch the table. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: And. Then there's the uh, other one, which is more recent, which is uh, made by Hasbro, but it's um not. It doesn't have half decent. Gra- the graphics aren't good. The game just doesn't feel right because all you see is like a board, and you click the spinner, and there's no real interactive activity to it. So I mean, but with this one, you actually it You get we got like a copy of the board, all the cards, and we can roll, and we can either spin the wheel or we have dice with it. And you can, we actually, you can uh, cl- pick up your piece with your mouse cursor and move it on the board. It is the closest virtual, uh, the uh, closest computer edition of it to the original board game. It,
1: yeah, it just basically is the board game, but it's just like a physics engine with a table and some objects that have weight. And those op- those objects, as contributed by someone on the Steam Workshop, are like the original board for the game of life with a spinner and with the cards all scanned in and with no, oh, no, there's no cards in that one, but with the uh, game pieces modeled as little 3D models and stuff yeah. and it doesn't even have the rules in it you have to look up the rules yourself so it is just like a physics uh, sandbox basically but you can play any number of board games on there Yeah, it's a great and, idea some, yeah. some of the better ones have do have, special, like, and we have, one have the rules like members. as a page inside as well that would be nice we we're kind
4: of missing that but yeah, but
1: you have depends to like, that t- on the modder
4: who puts it up there whether they do it or not Right. So. Yeah,
1: some of them are have more uh, effort put into them than others Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna do Bianca
2: a favor and have a whiz
4: and let her talk. Thanks. Nice. (laughs) He's gonna go fix someone's jellyfish sting. (laughs) His own.
0: Yeah, so in addition to whatever basic game rules there are, we have one specific rule and it applies to all games we played. In Tabletop Simulator, there's a button at the top of the screen and it's called Blip Table. So so, uh, whoever loses the game. Get to click that button. If you win, you're not allowed to flip the table. But if you lose, you get the honors of flipping the table and sending the pieces flying everywhere.
1: It's a good button. I like that button.
4: Me too. I love it.
1: I like that there's an undo button, so you can kind of flip it and then unflip it.
4: Yes. (laughs) It's very handy for when someone... Because that that game's online as well, and you can just join public servers. And flip someone's table and then fuck off? (laughs) Yes, you could if you felt like being an asshole. Yeah, that would be pretty I have done this
1: was that picture you just took yes I took a picture our, our adorable little parrot is using Bianca's foot as a pillow and it's just about the cutest thing I ever saw I will post this to Twitter anyway
0: mm-hmm. so I think is that that's, all you played
1: um
0: <laughs> I think that's all I played oh wait I think I played started a couple of other games um Ah, I started Richard and Alice. I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck to get this picture across from my prison cell to this other person's prison cell. Hmm. And I bought a game on Steam. I'm going, it's 82 cents. How bad could it possibly be? What game? Dungeon uh, Dungeon Hearts. Oh, it was so awful. The mechanics—it was like the first level was impossible to do. I'm going okay, unless the game says you know like hard in the description. I'm expecting you know the first level to be feasible and doable, but it would just moved way too fast for a first level.
1: I'm feasible and it doable. It is the
0: mm-hmm. uh, And of course, I played Mini Metro, which is my uh, my favorite. Uh, Time killer game that kind of that doesn't take as much that doesn't that takes more time than Adventure Capitalist, and it can be played for a while. But that but it's not as time consuming as Civilization Five. What? Mini Metro.
1: Oh yeah, you're really hooked on that game. I just bought that through the Humble Bundle, and uh it stressed me the hell out. I don't well, know I how still you find it. You try relaxing.
3: that game out. You it's so to, beautiful
1: You though. need to you play again.
0: the um the time the untimed mode that's what that's the uh, fun one because what you're playing is normal
1: oh sure well I found it stressful maybe I'll get back into it
0: yeah try the relax mode first that's the way you should do it that's like more of a sandbox mode okay Your stations don't overcrowd there's no timer you do get, uh, like, enhancements, only when you've moved enough people.
1: I'm just too dumb for strategy games
2: for the most part. I don't find them fun oh. often. No, but Brian, there, there's a life lesson in here. You start our games on easy mode, and then you progress to gamer mode. All um, right. Mode.
0: Yeah, so I got to do that with uh, Doom 3 S G Edition. Brian got uh, one of those and already had it, so he gave me the key, so I got to play that now. Yeah, that
2: was a good one. I was, just, I was just trying to poke the bear there for a second, but it elicited it, it no response. It rolled so, off the yeah, bear's yeah. butt. <laughs> <laughs> Backing mm-hmm. into my corner again.
1: Mac, <laughs> um, is that all you played? Yes, that's all I
2: played. All right. so, I don't think um, Trolls got his say. Trolls,
0: no, you can go, then Trolls right. can
2: go. No, Trolls can go. Okay, fine. Trolls, goes. what have you played lately? Okay, what I play lately? Um, I've been playing a lot of Shard Lights, and I've been playing a lot of uh, uh, Quest for Infamy, and it's all you know YouTube stuff. But um, uh, what I have been playing on my off time was uh, the entire Blackwell series. Yes, uh, got through oh, all yeah. of the games. Way all to go! Games, and uh, they are they are they are actually very very good. I. I, I will concede I did not really you know get into the first game uh, for reasons that I've already uh, talked about at length on Twitter um, mm-hmm. the whole the whole kind of yeah uh, you have to rescue these ghosts you have to see them off into the light all this uh, you know spirituality nonsense it's it kind of rubs me the wrong way it, it, it's the same reason why I don't get into you know shows like Ghost Whisperer which it obviously I don't know if it borrows from it but it's it's a very similar premise and it's you know it's the premise open, is cliche kinda, but they do actually turn it into something fresh. And that yeah, exactly. Then the uh, the longer you get down the series of games, the less it becomes about, you know, getting ghosts through the proverbial light into wherever they're supposed to go and uh, it becomes more about, you know, character development, good old fashioned character development. Yeah, and Dave Gilbert kind of finds like his voice slowly as he develops each game. Yes, yes he did. And, and, and there were kind of a couple of interesting I am not going to say missteps but kind of like left field things like uh, like this dude uh, Gavin who shows up in the fourth game like the second to last game who was uh, all of a sudden this this fucking uh, spiritual vampire who could like uh, like, uh, like 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 uh, you know Um, like the fucking Emperor from Star Wars he could just like shoot lightning bolts out of his fingers and just you know entrench you and shit and I was like uh, where did this come from it's a little hard to take an antagonist named Gavin seriously honestly also that yeah (laughs) it's kind of like an eight year old bully name and then uh, no no, offense to the Gavins out there it kind of felt like he was going. Okay, um, we kind of have we have to up the stakes here, kind of a bit, and uh, and then he's and then he tried to wrap a bow around it in the uh, uh, in the last game in the fifth game, um, mm-hmm. and you have one conversation with one NPC who kind of goes, "Oh, by the way, there are also spiritual vampires. I guess you've already noticed." Uh, bye bye. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, but other than that, I, I I truly truly enjoyed it. And the fifth game, my God, what a closer! What a fucking finishing uh, oh, yeah. uh, move! I mean, the, uh, the the last game. I mean, I, I could beat like, uh, I beat three and four on the same day. I was like, okay, I'm gonna breeze through these. Yeah, yeah, this this, this is very nice. And then I went on to the fifth game. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna beat three games in one day. No, I'm not. The last the one basically is- was three
1: day games. It was, it, was, it was at least two games. They yeah, were, he it was, was quite do, long, but it, it was was really about two games of the content. He uh, smushed two games together because he thought they weren't impactful enough on
2: their own. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Because I, I actually turned on commentary mode. I, uh, love, I love the fact that he puts commentary in his games, and I love the fact that all the other uh, Wack Eye games have commentary modes. Oh, uh, you, con- you play on commentary mode your first time through? Uh, no, no, I, I mean, I, I beat the games without commentary mode, and then I enable commentary mode and, and go through the games oh, okay. once again, uh, like reloading save games and, and such. So right. I, I probably haven't listened to all of the commentary, but uh, I really, really appreciate the fact that he put those in. I love uh, that. So, so yes. Yes, Blackwell is wholly, wholly recommended. I didn't actually think I was going to go. Yes, it is recommended. I was just, I was just, I was really, really thinking. Okay, I'm just going to sit here quietly and and try not to offend Dave Gilbert by saying that I actually don't really like his games. Uh, but it turns out I really, really do like his games because the man has a fucking talent for writing interesting dialogue and interesting characters, and you really, you really start feeling for them. So yeah, yeah I agree. I think he's a good writer, but he's also a good editor. That makes
1: a big yes. difference, yes Indeed. He
2: is. He, he's a fastidious editor he will he will sit down and, and actually go, does this make sense I mean uh, listening to the commentary again you can you can sense how many iterations the last game especially went through, like okay, we take this bit out we move this bit over here, does that actually make sense it's like a fucking game of chess with this guy um and i really really wish a lot of other uh, game designers would uh, uh yeah would, would go that extra mile to just sit down and take a really long critical look at their work and just go does this actually make sense gameplay wise mm-hmm.
1: so uh, so good on him there's a good conversation yeah. about this on the latest blue cup tools podcast actually i of course i recommend people listen to that uh, francisco i, was about talking to say, about I that think again.
4: ben has learned a lot from
2: dave gilbert in that sense as well i think so yes he has Yes, I cause he, he will he will uh, I'm not gonna say parrot, but he will uh, reiterate. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, reiterate the uh, life lessons learned by Dave Gilbert as he was doing uh, uh, Blackwell, mm-hmm. and especially the bit about the bit about sitting down and with a long hard critical look at your own work and just going, does, does this actually make sense? What should I cut out? What should I not do? And then you could just hear Francisco over in, in the corner going, "But I wrote short Light*. I don't want to do this. Just like, yeah, you, but you fucking have to, dude." I, I appreciate hearing that so much because I can, I can only imagine
1: like what it's like to write something and feel like it's done and then realize that your work has really only just started. That's frustrating. Yeah. It exactly. takes a lot of dedication to get past that state, to get it to that stage at all.
4: You're the best. That's right. Ben is an amazingly dedicated man when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yes, but, he like, is. Whenever I've talked to him in person, like he's happily say he'll rip a game apart that he's just made because he... Once he's finished making it, he's happy to to kill it if he doesn't think it's good enough.
2: Yeah, Ben kind of strikes me as you know. um, My wife, um, you know, paints in her free time. She actually hasn't done it for quite a while. But when I met her, she she would do she would do all these paintings, like like real like on canvas oils and whatever shit. Um, And and then she would take them outside, put them in the barrel, and burn them when she was done with them. Oh, really? Why would you do that? Why Why not just why Why don't show them off? Why Why not just you know show people? What is it? Nah, nah. I mean, when I'm done with it, it's kind of over. So uh, just fuck. And chuck it on the fire. Um and, and Ben strikes me as the same person. I mean, he does not keep, you know, backups of his old shit. He doesn't uh you know, he doesn't have a repository of all his old games and such. He's just like, eh, it's in the past. Fuck it. Yeah, that that's and uh he's learned
4: from it, he's moved on. That's John
1: Carmack's philosophy as well. He's not yeah, nostalgic he, in any way. He figures anything he did in the past is inferior to what he could do today, so he doesn't care. And well, and what he's doing right now
4: is inferior. <laughs>
2: Ah. Yeah, but ben, ben is Ben is perpetually uh, Of the opinion That his work is inferior It's like Okay I drew this Two hours ago It is now utter utter shit
4: Yeah that's <laughs> like Literally half of and the he podcast He says that while he's drawing it I've watched him he yeah. Draws anger. anger, This
2: is shit <laughs> and I am not uh, on board with the philosophy of chucking shit on the fire. Um, I mean, I, I'm I I love you know sitting back and going yes I did this four years ago and it is utter shit. It is absolutely deplorable. But it's fun to look at the sort of person I was when I was doing this and mm-hmm. yada yada. yada. there are some I'm, sort
0: of good memories associated with it. Because you know that at the time that was your highest point, and you can see how far you came.
1: Yeah, even, if right. even, it is
0: complete shit. At least you can see. What you were at that time, and you get the memory of that feeling you had.
1: Yeah. Well, trolls, do you listen to the music that you wrote when you were younger? Do you listen to your own music? Uh, I'm ashamed to say that yes, I actually do. Okay. Good. Yeah. So do I. So do I. I think that's an important thing for an artist, honestly, because you can even get inspired by your past self if you yeah, drift away from things you care about as far as
2: say artist.
3: Well, I, kind oh, I of wish I still had some of my old 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 photos, but I hate to say that I don't anymore. They're they're gone. Either via move or via me, just sing, same thing. Chuck it on the fire. Mm-hmm. I've read my old writing
0: and it's so stupid, but I can like, oh, I was that was a creative plot at least.
3: Oh, I, I
1: hate my old oh, writing, but I, I like my I, old music.
3: I still have a few gonna... old pieces. Fanfiction fiction that I, I wrote with my siblings that I was like, they're a complete and utter shit now, but it's like, you pick them up and you just read them again for a good laugh, I'm like, ah, oh, ha, 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 ha. Look, at, look what kinds of silly idiots we were back then.
5: <laughs>
0: oh, I've which, written fan fiction with a friend, right, too. I, it comes out so bad because there are two voices conflicting at the same time. I mean, You're writing on the same topic, but you both have your own writing styles.
2: Right. And I, and I, and I quite enjoy that. So I'm not, I'm not on board with the whole... Uh, uh, what what's the opposite of revisionist? I mean, he's just he's just a, a non revisionist. A destructionist. The <laughs> destructionist. Yeah, exactly. That, that's a good one. Yeah,
4: let's go with that. But he, um, he does leave his stuff online, and that anything he's posted, he's posted, and it's out there. Well, Ben,
1: I, I had links uh, in previous uh, podcast show notes to some of his old games, and they've all disappeared because his blog host went down or something. Oh no, his blog is up, but his uh, the old game host went down. So I told him about it. He's oh, like, I oh, I don't he care. To, he used to
4: keep some of them on Dropbox, I think.
1: Okay, I hope so. Because a bunch of his games, like, the links were all broken and he didn't even care to change the, the links or anything. He's like, yeah, too yeah, bad. That's, that's exactly
2: what I mean. Yeah, it's he do not give a shit. So, dang it, Ben. But anyway, anyway uh, the other game I played um, is um, because I set up a Patreon for the Space Quest Historian podcast. I don't know why. And uh, some Australian person... Uh, uh, shot me through two of my stretch goals, or not stretch goals, like um, um, that sounds painful, like, like my, my milestone goals. That's that's what it's I called. should
4: point out. It's not me,
2: oh. no, it's not, <laughs>
4: it's another Australian. Oh, but anyway, the other
2: Australian. Oh, yeah, but
0: anyway, there's five of you living in that uh, barren wasteland,
2: <laughs> five of you left alive, yeah. But anyway, there's this. this means that I have to do um, uh, video reviews. And I, again, I say uh, that like it's a bad thing. I have to do this now. But uh, no, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Oh. But I'm, I'm going to do video reviews of games that I have played uh, instead of, you know, doing let's plays of games that I, um, you know, experience in for the first time. So I've been playing uh, Inherit the Earth. Has anyone ever picked up this fantastic tastic masterpiece? No, I've I heard it, tales. I
3: bought it and I took the data files and threw them in the Scum VM. Yep. I've never heard of it. And that, that'll work. For those of us, I know us, the name, but I haven't played
1: it. Oh, do you want to give us a description of it for those of us that haven't played it?
2: Um, yeah, I can, I can try at least. I'll try to keep this very succinct. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of anthropomorphic animals running around okay. uh, a what turns out to be a future version of the Earth, like, like thousands of years in the future future uh all the animals have been given the power of speech and they have human mannerisms but they're sort of uh, they're sort of tied to um the characteristics of their original animals so uh you know the rats are still holed up underground and they're very you know they, they collect information and they uh, you know procreate like mad uh the foxes are all distrusted because they're thieving gypsy bastards and the, you know the boars are all warmongering like to take mud baths and fuck everything inside kind of things um and it's, it's it starts out as really sort of kitty kind of uh, uh, <laughs> barring that description obviously yeah. a very kitty kind of uh, you know everyone is very nice to each other and there's green pastures everywhere and we're, we're all having such a wonderful time but oh my god the orb of storms has been stolen I must go and retrieve it because uh, you know people are accused <laughs> I'm, I'm you know the protagonist is a fox so obviously I'm being accused of this theft. I must go retrieve this orb now. And, uh, and you go off and do that. Um, but then very, very gradually, it introduces the sci-fi concept because obviously we're thousands of years into the future. So these orbs actually turn out to be man-made computer... Not, yeah, not, not even computer chips, like uh, like actual computer things that the humans have left behind because all the humans are either extinct or have fucked off somewhere else and they've kind of uh, you know uh, been pushed into this obscurity of legend... Kind of thing. So you know, when, when you talk about the humans, it's just like oh, the ancestors that gave us speech and all this. So it, it, you know, despite it not being an awfully good adventure game story, Sorry. it is really, really, really interesting. Yeah, hmm. that's about it. So, uh, so that's that's that was my like, what, one minute, thirty seconds review. <laughs> well done. I'm out. Uh, it's actually good. The, the actual game is, is quite shit, uh, but the, uh, uh, the premise of <laughs> the story is, is really, really good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Well, enjoy. It's a great
4: story. Shit game.
2: Yeah.
4: So well,
2: uh, will you be playing that you playing on, the, uh, guys, you know, you're... Cyber... Oh, will, you, will you be playing that on YouTube? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm, to... I'm actually... I'm, I'm playing through it so I can record footage of it and then talk over it as opposed to actually doing a let's play of it um oh. so it's going to be a bit more you know uh, uh not to use the word succinct again but yeah that's uh, yeah it's going to be yeah. more bite-sized let's put it that way gotcha cool all right well so you I've played, been playing that. have you played anything else lately uh no uh, no i've been playing a bit of you know franbo on my mobile phone and um a bit of uh, i have no mouse Ma- and I'm a scream, which is actually done by the same people who did inherit the Earth, uh, the same engine, um, which is also a really great story with a really shit game attached to it. Um, so yeah, nothing, nothing too interesting.
1: Yeah, you were just talking about I Have No Mouth and I a
2: Scream on your phone. Where were you talking about that? Was it on your podcast? Uh, that must have been uh, Backseat Designers. I've actually been bringing it up a lot in uh, season three of Backseat Designers because um, it is such a fantastic example of a shit game with a really, really good story behind it. Like a game that's just buried under, uh, you know, a really good story buried under a shit game. Kind of like Rainbow Mango. Yeah. Kidding okay, yeah. on my keyboard. Yep, yeah, yep.
3: Yeah. All right. So keep-
2: uh, go listen to that.
3: Yeah. Again, <laughs> yeah. I gotta pick up again and finish. I gotta pick up Normality and finish stats. Even though, I know you're going to probably say the same thing. Great storyline buried under a shit game. I just still want to experience the story for myself. Get the American version and not oh, the British
2: no. version. The
1: voices British
3: are better in the American no, version. No, 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 no. get, get, get the right British now. version.
2: Get the British version. Have, the American version is shit. Nope. This, I have yep. the American version. The American is the way you want, trust me. Or at least no, you, might, you, don't want Corey, you don't want fucking Corey Feldman in your ears. You want the original dude. I thought he was better. The original dude I thought was just like bland as dry toast. <laughs> they
4: are not going to get American actor fight. America fight. fuck fight. yeah fight <laughs> fight fight <laughs> fight <laughs> fight
2: alright we're done we're done
0: We're done. I, I, do you I you actually played times, Normality play all the way through, through, while the uh, way through uh, first ever.
2: That, that's one of my uh, let's plays
1: <laughs> alright well why don't I go ahead then and talk about what I played this week we're getting close to the end of the podcast already but what the hell um, <laughs> the only one that I'm going to mention then is that I have been playing with a uh, 3DO emulator called 4DO, which is a terrific emulator. I don't know if it's just for Windows, but it's really nice and fast and very easy to use. Um, with I think it's cross-platform. That oh, that's even better. It has lots of uh, lots of configuration options, which I like. So I grabbed a bunch of uh, 3DO games because that was a, a system that I just like wanted to play so badly back in the day, but it was just prohibitively ridiculously expensive. Um, so the one that, the one game that stood out more than any other, even though I played it a whole bunch on PC, was uh, Mega Race. Um, Mega Race Ooh. on 3DO, it's better <laughs> than the PC version. I am so surprised. Um, the motion, like the, the actual driving is so much better. It's much more fluid and exciting and interesting. On PC, it was like just kind of very very choppy and it just wasn't really fun the whole lure of the first of the, of that game on PC was of course Lance Boyle and the amazing uh, like uh, video uh, rendered backgrounds but yeah. the game is honestly fun on the 3do version the the motion of the car is so good it really does feel like a driving game
3: so I actually have never ever played that game in my life and I've read it in like so many magazines and I've always wanted to play it. And it's like I could never find a copy any in any store for whatever reason. You mean the 3DO one or the game in general? Just the 3DO one. Sorry. Well, that's the because that, I've never had a 3DO one. in my life. Oh, okay. Yeah,
4: but no one, no one had a 3DO in their
1: life. Yeah, I know. They had, they either no, had I mean, a car or a 3DO, but could
2: not afford both. You know, Robert, if if you'd said this to me like uh, like. Two hours ago, I would have said, "Don't even bother." I mean, uh, uh, Landsboro is funny for the first thirty seconds, then it becomes a giant pain in the ass. I thought and he's the hilarious, game is, and the game is fun, but not really, you know, fun. Fun. It's just, it's, it's just a raising a racing game over a pre-rendered background that you know moves. Uh, but you know, hearing that the three D O is actually interesting to play, that just that that's a whole new light on the situation, right there. It's it's worthwhile. It's definitely worthwhile.
4: So well, I'm gonna we're gonna play that some, that some more. 3DO. And it's just the DOS port or the PC port is poorly done. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was made for the PC. I think I'm
1: it was sure. made for the PC first and 3DO came later. They console. just improved it. The only weird thing about the 3DO version is that they changed the machine gun on your car to a laser beam.
5: <laughs> which is
1: just like a, it just seems to be like a visual difference from what I can tell. But uh, That's
2: why the frame rate is better.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. No, the, just the controls are vastly improved. Otherwise, it's the exact same game from what I can tell. So, if Rebel Assault got ported to the 3DO, it would actually be playable. Oh, we'll have to see. Um, it was ported to the
4: 3DO. I was going to say, it probably was. was. It? Yeah, it was. I think it was ported to the 3DO. It was, yeah. Is it just the 3DO actually got a lot of games for it. It just didn't sell very well. Yeah, that's right.
3: Well, yeah, who the hell could afford a $700 console? Yeah, it was kind
4: of...
1: Well, people bonkers. now, buying yeah. PS4s. Right. But in, in nineteen ninety five dollars or whatever, that was like a thousand dollars of today's money. More yeah, probably. That was a three DO was it was cost way too much and it was yeah. What I always wanted was the three DO blaster, which was that I think it was an ISA card that you would install on your PC and it let you play three DO CD games on your PC. It was just it like was a, because 3DO it was a
3: card. full three DO chipset implementation on the card, and then it had that specific C D drive that it came with. Yeah. And Controller and a demo disc. That's right. Yeah, that was a that was I think a weird artifact of the 3DO hardware itself being like produced it by was third parties. And they used the VGA cable. I had like that little pass-through cable to like you know output VGA right. using your internal card. It was like you pass your internal card to your 3DO Blaster and then out your monitor. That's weird. That's really weird. It was, but it was like it was kind of cool. Like they crammed the entire chipset onto one card. Yeah, that's awesome. So what I'm looking forward to playing on
1: this system, I haven't had time yet, are uh, Twisted, the game show, which I don't know if it's any good, but it was like an FMV, kind of a multiplayer game show, crazy, wacky sort of a thing. Um, I want to see Battle Chess on 3DO because that's a game that looked amazing in CGA. I can only imagine what it looked like on uh, CD-ROM. Oh wait, wait a
2: minute! Is is this, is this the FMV uh, battle chess? Because there's this dude on Twitter at uh, FMV Story mm-hmm. who uh, who uh, tweeted some uh, uh, some of the FMV sequences of the different pieces uh, going into battle with each other. Oh, maybe it, it is. Uh, it looks so fucking ridiculous. Well, the, the whole oh. thing about battle chess is
1: that it's exactly the same as regular chess. It just takes five times longer to play. <laughs> yes. You can
4: turn you the animations
1: off. The, you know, well you good. can, but that's the whole point of it. It's a, there's no yeah. there's no benefit to playing it without the animations. The animations are really funny and, and inventive. in CGA, the old the old yeah, one are. anyway. I love that. That's, that's the only they, thing I like yeah, about it, because I suck it. It's just as a strategy game, so I'm terrible at it, but I I like that. No, but the, the
2: the animations in the original game, if, if it's CGA, EGA, or even the CD-ROM version, uh, they're all fantastic. You know, the pieces uh, doing battle on the boards and such. But the uh, uh, the FMV version, which I'm guessing now is the 3DO version, mm-hmm. um, you've got this this dude in a knight's uniform and this dude in a peasant's uniform, like going at it, um, and they're just Man. you know like like very weakly swinging their swords at each other, kind of you know not even making contact, and then all of a sudden and it cuts to a close-up of this knight's uh, face and someone's just shoving a fucking trifork into his face and blood spurts out Yay. and then it cuts. Sounds good to me. Like, Sounds like, like reality.
4: <laughs> well, I'll get
1: my report on that next week then, I suppose. And the other one... And interesting- also, they're
2: doing this out in the... Uh, like, in a forest. There's no one even <laughs> close by. It's not like they're on a battlefield or anything. It's just two dudes randomly walking up to each other going, let's have a fight.
4: <laughs> Are you telling me this isn't how... That's not how history happened?
2: yeah back when chess <laughs> yeah. happened it was different it's well. I have not read up on that so far
4: <laughs> it could probably be alternate universe history yeah pretty sure queens used to just walk around anywhere they wanted and then they'd hit people with daggers and, you know. and then <laughs> move like, diagonally into
2: the sunset yeah, yeah but anyway go go uh, go look up uh, the dude at uh, FMV story on Twitter uh, oh yeah I follow him he's all got these these great FNV tweets clips. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff oh, yeah. on there. He's awesome. It is not
1: dissimilar to uh, Darth Helmet's fantastic uh, point and, what is it, point and click? Point, and, point and GIF adventure. Point and GIF adventure,
2: loving that. Yeah, that is awesome. That is, I mean, cheers for putting that up. That is That is so fucking spectacular. Oh, It, it isn't really fun.
4: isn't very much. Like, I, yeah, I don't need any congratulations for doing so little. <laughs> well, too bad. But I'm giving you some anyway. Congratulations. Because congrats. That's the punk I am. Uh, Today's uh, gif of Cedric almost falling down and then, like, just repeating seems to be doing very well. (laughs)
1: You can close your eyes and imagine the next step, what it could have been. Could have broken a bird's neck and saved us all. Just watch him spin
4: forever. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So the other 3 D O games that I'm looking forward to anyway are Out of This World. I don't know if... The graphics are different. It uses more colors than the PC one. That may be an improvement it might be worse that, that
3: point I'm sorry to say is shit oh what a shame it is shit the, the backgrounds just look like way out of place and the music is just over the top and bombastic and it's just like it it just does not work Uh-oh. like I played it and I'm like I want to fucking choke people in interplay for doing this it's like you took such a beautiful game and you took a gigantic crap all over it
1: that's too bad they tried to turn it into more than it than it needed to be I guess they
3: tried to turn it into like a flashback I guess
1: yeah, no, that game that game was perfect, fitting on one floppy. I think it fit on one floppy.
3: It could. There, there is a game, though, that <clears throat> I did play on the 3DO, which is quite good, called Immersenary. That's a terrible name. It's good? <laughs> it's That's a bad name. All right. It's kind of like Once you get used to the funkiness, it is actually kind of good. Immersenary. It is a terrible name, though. I will agree. That is a terrible name. Yeah, Immersenary, yeah, that is a really stupid name.
4: There is it's some money.
3: you got to be out there and cool and hip. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, Sounds like something I'd worse. come up with <laughs> Hashtag the, Star Control 2 for the 3DO I hear is also very good too That's even better than the original was What is, sorry? I that. Star Control 2 Oh, so I played um, I've
1: played uh, Urquan Masters of course, which lets you choose elements from the PC and the 3DO version and kind of use the best of both I should, I should see the 3DO one I suppose, I, I'm curious to see what the ship battle looks like and everything
3: it's it's pretty good. It's actually a very good port. Wolfenstein 3D is an excellent port. Don't bother with Doom. Right. Oh, Doom plays in a little window on the 3DO like. Has no sound, right? Like no music. No, no. Doom on the 3 do yeah, does silent. have kind of has like a really excellent remix soundtrack. It just moves at like six frames a second. And it's in um, a little on window it's on, the on the screen. Then that has no music. It's one of the one of those consoles that has like no music. Um, yeah, it's it's really weird. There there is there is uh, one so console has that, has that the, is just silent. The um, 3DO has excellent music. 32X has shit music. Um, PlayStation and Center have ambient music. N64 has ambient music. Um, Game Boy Advance. Pretty Advanced. sure it's the CDI then. Jaguar doesn't. The Jaguar doesn't have music. Oh, the, the Jaguar. That's it. Yeah. The Atari Jaguar.
4: Right.
3: Whereas yeah. the, the, the Super
4: Nintendo version of Doom, which plays like absolute shit, still has the music.
3: Hmm. And it actually sounds better... Then the 32X version, which sounds like fucking ass. It sounds like somebody farting through a straw. <laughs> which is weird. Doesn't the Sega, the, the, master System, or the Mega Drive, Genesis... Oh, Master, sound oh, that one one master System would be doing? great. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Well, something did Doom on the VIC-20. <laughs> if you can do Doom on a printer, I'm sure you can get it running on a Master System. <laughs> I'm sure you probably could. You can downscale it well enough. I mean, the master system can actually do somewhat decent three D because Fantasy uh, Star One had three D dungeons, It did, even though uh, they were like tile based step by step dungeons, like Lands of Lore kind of tile step-by-step? Sort of, except that you can actually um, uh, you can hold down the button and you can actually walk continuously. Oh,
2: yeah. really? Oh, nice. Hmm. Imagine
3: it, uh, it more like it's like Wolfenstein Wolf three D almost, but
4: it's an RPG, at a
2: yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, of shitting through a straw, uh, wasn't the 3DO the one that got the sequel to uh, Out of This World or Another World? No, um, that was uh, Sega CD, wasn't it? The Sega CD, the
3: Sega CD the- got Heart of the Alien. Oh, Heart of the Alien. That, that's, that's the one, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, and... and- the Sega CD version of Another World is very nice because it looks even better than the Genesis version and it has music by the original composer mm. but part of the alien is a pathetic joke it is a pathetic joke so I hear well, it was placed on the Sega CD which sold like as well as the 3DO yeah it, pretty much I mean like I played. I played *Heart of the Alien*, and the first thing they do is they give you a puzzle where you gotta go get a whip and you gotta escape from another one of those black alien monster creatures. And the problem is is that he runs about ten times faster than you do. So you're playing the alien and you jog around like this, like <laughs> like, a, like a fat kid with asthma, and the guy's like <laughs> 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 immediately, like there is absolutely no escape from this asshole.
2: Well, that is what well, a full for
3: running away from an alien. <laughs> I swear, I, he he runs like like one of those things where you get so scared that your legs lock and you can barely move. And he's like, <laughs> and the, and the, and the creature's right behind him, and it's just like immediately gets him, and you cannot get the fuck away from him. And they expect you to play this shit. Well, there's um there's uh, Secret of Monkey
4: Island on the Sega CD as well. Uh, it has like no way of saving.
3: And That's it, crazy. It does that it's like only like the most core of items, and if you're doing the insult sword fighting, you better get through the whole entire thing and get past it before you even consider trying to stop to take a break. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I want to get it just to have it, like just be like I've
4: got Secret of Monkey Island on the Sega CD or the Mega CD in Australia, but mm-hmm. it's not common.
3: <laughs>
4: the Mega it's CD not did common. not so well in Australia.
3: It, it's not too Probably common. Probably because of the name, you know, the only plus about it is that it's got the C D audio soundtrack, but the game itself is just kinda like it, it moves at a decent pace. It's got like the Amiga sprites with like kinda watered down VGA backgrounds. But uh yeah, it kinda plays a little bit funky and it's really hard to control with the D pad. Yeah, what wasn't yeah. the Sega C D
2: like thirty two colors only? Like
3: uh, really, really colors. I mean
2: FMBs look sixty four colors, but still Yeah, yeah it looked F- terrible. FMBs look really, really weird. Not only were the they the inter- like, really stamp size stuff. No, they were like poster stamp size.
3: FMVs on the Sega CD have to run off of a single speed CD drive and the maximum resolution that they can run at without looking like a slideshow is something like uh, 160 by like 192 or something like that. (laughs) That's why
4: a lot of the the FMV games did like the whole Night Trap thing where you had like a lot of the screen was taken up by the the UI of moving around. Mm -hmm. So you can just have this tiny little FMV in the corner. Well, my
1: favorite favorite story about the Sega CD, I think, was from uh, the Upper Memory Block podcast when they're talking about um, 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 the adventures of Willy Beamish and how there was, like, six-second delay between every line of dialogue or something because of the slow seek speed of the laser. It
3: took forever to load shit
1: on that game. And they had to, like, optimize the the order that the data was stored on the CD to minimize Mm -hmm. it, and the best
2: they could do was, like, six or ten seconds or something between every line of dialogue. Brutal. You know what? Interestingly, interestingly, you could actually run Phantasmagoria on a Sega CD because uh, it doesn't, uh, for the most part, Phantasmagoria doesn't actually play full screen uh, FMV. It has these robot files, which, uh, if you've ever played the, like Gabriel Knight, where people are just standing around fidgeting and doing nothing uh, between conversations and such, um, the entire FMV portion of Phantasmagoria, save for a couple of scenes, is actually just robot files like her opening a drawer her going down the basement her doing whatever the hell uh, it's basically so just this, it's yeah it's, it's, it's this tiny little FMV file playing on top of a static JPG uh, background hmm. uh, so you can actually do Phantasmagoria on a Sega CD I don't know if you want to but you I could. Don't
3: know because you gotta think about like on the Sega CD you got a 12 megahertz 68k you got about six megabits of RAM you got a single-speed okay, CD. I guess you got four colors. Yeah, I, guess you... Yeah, I mean, it's like you can reduce it down to like shit postage stamp, Cinepak encoded size, and it'll probably play, but it'll probably look like even bigger ass than it does on the PC. Not to mention and when you got when you got to disc change, you probably wouldn't be able to save your data to do that. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, not <laughs> not to, I was gonna say not to mention you'd have seven <laughs> CDs to switch through. You have to get up off the couch and walk <laughs> to the TV seven times.
2: <laughs> you'd probably have to have a, a, a cartridge in the slot to save data too. Oh, otherwise, otherwise, oh, yeah, okay. Way. Uh, okay. I, 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 can, I can see this. this that, that is not going to work. The, the only reason I brought that up is because that after um, after Phantasmagoria, Sierra Eric kind of got their shit together and went, okay, FMVs are actually supposed to play as FMVs, like all the conversations in Gabriel Night Two are actually FMVs of them actually having a conversation. You know, camera uh, cutting between the uh, uh, close-ups and shit. Um, you would think after
4: all the money they spent on Phantasmagoria FMV, they'd be like, right, this shit didn't work but it got good reviews
3: apparently. I don't know how.
1: Well, everybody Great. loved the technology. technology reviews. I'm sure of
4: it.
3: I, I think it's probably more for the atmosphere than anything else that they gave it the good reviews. It must be.
4: just They were just so blindsided by the whole FMV and like, oh wow, this is so amazing. This is the future.
2: Because <laughs> there's no way you could play that game and think that was good. Okay, side note. Uh, does anyone recall when uh, Under a Killing Moon came out and you could actually play that thing on a 386 with 4 megabytes of RAM? Oh shit. Even though he had to turn
3: everything down severely, yes, he could. That was what, 96 or something? Is that even possible? Wait, isn't Under a Killing Moon the second one? The third one. No, it
2: was the first CD ROM one. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it's, it's the first CD-ROM one, but it's the third game, right? Because Martian Memorandum came on like 16 floppy disks and had FMVs wow. in the same way that you have like uh, um, Instagram videos these days, except if Instagram videos ran at like four frames a second.
1: <laughs> now, Under Killing Moon had something similar to those little tiny files where. It would like, have a pre-rendered background, and one person on screen would move in this very small little window, sort of, but it was integrated seamlessly with the background, and then that person yep. would freeze at the end of their sentence, and somebody else would start moving. It was actually very good technology. It, it, uh, it meant that they a, could put a should, lot of it video. sounds good. I like that. I appreciated that. They did a lot of cool technological... Hacks in that, like of course I've spoken about it before, yeah. but my favorite thing is the uh, digital drums over the
2: MIDI soundtrack. Oh, it man. makes it sound so good. That that is that was a really really cool technology, and I cannot listen to the Under Killing Moon soundtrack when it's played through a, like a sound canvas or an MT-32. I don't even know if it supports MT-32. I don't think it does. But, you know, the way to listen to Under Killing Moon is with a Sound Blaster OPL-3 chip with the digital drums enabled. I agree. Just, just that walking down Chantler Avenue. I like
3: that. Oh. Somebody's got to make a recording of that so we can just like listen to it outside the game. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, I don't know how you do that. I, don't uh, I guess
4: you can probably... Well, you can uh, play you through it, your speakers uh, uh, and put a microphone up against it. You get very
2: sick yeah, of that song
4: wild. by like Disc
1: 3 or so, though. <laughs> Every
4: time you take
3: one step outside,
1: there it is. There's no escaping it.
3: I guess, I guess what you can do is just like, you know, do the sound capture in box and just like grab a wave and then just make an MP3 of it or whatever. Yeah, just stand still outside your apartment and just have it run. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It. Also, Thank it's. That there uh, are no
5: time events.
2: <laughs> Actually, you don't even have to do that. You can go into the setup program. It's the sound test MIDI file that plays. So you can basically just. You know, oh, yeah. You're right. Good call. And I love I love the other uh, sound test, which is uh, we, uh, we scrambled that uh, for backseat designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tex Murphy just going, uh, prophecies aren't in my job description. I'm just a humble PI trying to save the world as we know it. Mm-hmm. That's the game in a nutshell, right? That is as exactly the game in a nutshell.
4: As soon as you say sound oh. test, all I can think about is that like um, HMI, whatever it is, like the docking one. The, oh, yeah, the one, sci-fi. Oh, yeah. One
1: the interplay one that's right from i think what, that was from descent originally or i don't even remember what it was from
4: uh, I don't know where it's from, but I'm re- there's so many games you'd I, I hit the sound test, and that's what would plan. i be like, oh, yeah. Docking module? Was, yeah. Yeah, docking <laughs> module, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the sounds
2: working. Yeah, it's fucking working. Although, the uh, best sound test ever was Wing Commander 3. God, I love that boy, Spunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what? what game am I installing, please?
4: <laughs> I think you'll find the best sound and video test is to play Tech War and listen to Shatner talk to you. Is it? Yes. Is that oh, the sound?
3: Okay. No, no, that that one is one of the uh, the generic ones. That's just one of those generic sound tests. No, no, I mean actually let load the game. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, you I you said you want to
2: load Tech War. Why would why would you load Tech War? What's going what, on?
4: Tell don't you about you have Tech
2: to, drugs! Honestly, Darth, don't, don't you have enough things oh. trying to kill you where you live? Just
3: <laughs> I don't. love Tech War. <laughs> No, no, no! I, I've already like Anatoly and I poke fun about that every single time we're together. And then on um, when I was with um, Edgar on nostalgia road trip a few episodes back, I actually told him about the Tech War game, and he's like, he was in complete disbelief of how shit a game could actually be, especially <laughs> one with such air, like the build engine that Tech War is powered by is like it's too absolute awesome. shit. Come out, and then there's fucking Tech
4: War. All I can say is Tech War was the first game I ever played that was cyberpunk. <laughs> like, it introduced me to that, that idea of like
2: what kind of a shit introduction to cyberpunk is that? Right, I know it's the first. Uh, it, it was the first build licensed game. That I mean they they had the build it was engine the one, actually, because the first one was Witch Haven. Oh really? Was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but it was, it, it was, was a Protect War. They they, they they were still putting that shit together before uh, Duke Nukem 3D had come out and before the build engine was actually finished so uh, they, they, were, they were kind of scrambling around but I, I mean just look at lazy game reviews trying to play um, uh, Tech War just watch I mean, oh. watch a man crumble oh, before yeah that you was very painful eyes. no no no, no to my, my, my speedrunner play Tech War
4: because they break it to finish it like really quick <laughs>
3: mm. no my favorite part of Tech War is the fact that when you look in the mirror your guy is literally not animated he just slides back and forth so I got him the most <laughs> fighting guy your main protagonist, you fighting
4: guy. Well, what do you what do? You just like run around the map at like 100% speed, shooting people
3: and hoping you don't get shot oh, in the back. I, I, I can't even stand the fact that it's like you draw your weapon and everybody in the map starts flipping their shit. You, you want to shoot a bad guy and all the civilians are flipping their shit, and then when you get out of the mission, William Shatter fucking chews you out. Shatner choose yeah. you out for that.
2: And the, it's beautiful. And the, and, the, and the city is like fucking four blocks. It's like, okay, you draw a gun. Everyone must know each other. Everyone's like, oh, there's Dave. Oh, there's uh, there's, there's Pete. Oh, there's this there's guy I've Dave. never He's seen before. He's brandishing a gun. Everybody <laughs> run! Fucking run, man. This guy's insane.
4: Have you actually seen the, like, inside a computer part of that? Where you actually, like, hack
3: Oh, God, no, no, no. The, the Matrix drove me up the goddamn wall. Yeah, the Matrix that's, drove that's, me up the wall. It hurts your eyes to look at. Uh, no, and, like, and then you don't even know where the hell you're supposed to go in that. It, like, I got lost so many times, and I'm like, fuck this noise. I just abort the mission. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Tech I, War's I, I'm talking a sponsor left today, aren't I? <laughs> My wife
2: actually hey. gave me a box copy of Tech War. She like Give it, picks to me. it up at this. Uh, I want uh, no, I am keeping that <laughs> son of a bitch. I, I am keeping it. I'm actually. I'm, I'm thinking of like taping it on the outside of my front door, just to like a like a uh, beware, uh, don't come in <laughs> here. Warning: This person has tech war. Warning: This person has tech war.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to see something, of course you can always ask Anatoly for the picture of me and him with the copy of Tech War. I'm pretty sure he's posted that on Twitter before. Let's oh, yes, he he's posted it several naked? times. Oh. The first time I met him in person, that's the first thing I gave him. Hey, check this out. He's like, take a picture. Oh, hook us up with a picture of that, will you,
4: will you? We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> what else do you do when you see Tech War? You gotta take a picture of him and be like, look, it's Tech War. What else do you do when you see Anatoly? <laughs> yeah, of course. Sure. Take
3: a picture. But it's like, the best parts about it is just like, you know, instead of doing tech war, we just get so damn drunk that we just recite LucasArts games word for word verbatim. Right. So, <laughs> here. I can do that. I can, I can do the Day of the Tentacle opening by heart. As we drunk did that with MMAX. We did the dig. We did full throttle. Dude, if you're down in New York with us, join in. Well, oh, what, I, I should enjoy this.
1: All right. Well, oh, the day God. that happens, it will be the true party tornado. But t- yeah, until so, that very that day, it? I think we've just about come to the uh, end of our allotted time. Amazingly. We've kind of gone through some sort of a time warp that makes two hours disappear.
0: Yes. Let's do the time warp again. No, oh, let's not. No, let's not do the time
2: warp. <laughs> uh, let's not. No, part. but I, I I, will. I will throw in Pins of Steel Sky's intro. Whenever, uh, whenever the party tornado meets up in real life, I will recite the entire intro to Beneath the Steel Sky with no. voice. All right, you're yeah, on, You better, Foster. <laughs> yes. Now, you even allowed to do that? It's all Australian accents.
4: You can't do that. All
1: right, well, you're, you're going to, to have to join to the, the start tornado start. then, Darth.
2: Join yes, the tornado, I, I people. We'll let the squares run
1: yes, this let,
4: one. Let, let's, find,
3: uh, let's, find, uh, let's find Darth's flight to New York so he can join this tornado. The... Oh, right. yes. No, you all <laughs> fly to Perth, WA we've got me going down there that's like 2,000 bucks
2: yeah and and why would I do that it's like 500 degrees and things are trying to kill you the second you step out of the airport
3: yes I want my shoes actually intact I don't want them to melt
2: at least at least if you go to New Jersey or New York the people who are trying to kill you are are actually people I mean this is this is why I like watching uh, Australian horror films because the entire plot of the movie is just nature is out to kill you it's not people it's not ghosts it's not the government it's fucking nature Oh, this yeah, reminds we me. I need to Wolf watch Wolf Dead Cree- Alive again. Oh no, that's New Zealand. I have watched Wolf Creek. Wolf Wolf that's, Creek that's is got. Have, no, yeah, uh, but Wolf don't Creek don't have mean, a guy trying you. to kill you and have nature because they can't escape because they're in the fucking wilderness and also. Is that the that guy used to on children's. Yes,
0: I'm you sure that's great, him? and uh, you guys are officially <laughs> cut off, unless of course you <laughs> all have something you want to plug. In which case, you will individually plug your things and not uh, continue this thread jack and derailment. All right.
3: Uh, Alright, Roberts, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Of course, a nostalgia road trip, which is at soundcloud.com slash nostalgia road trip. We got a Twitter at Enroad and you got my t- my Twitter which is Lambda Calculus. Right on. Uh trolls, you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I would very much like to pl- uh,
2: plug com. You can go to YouTube and watch me do Let's Plays and soon reviews at YouTube.com slash Plymouth Have fun with that. And you can um, uh, support my ass at Patreon.com slash SpaceQuestHistorian. And I would be remiss not to mention the Backseat Designers podcast with my two bestest friends in the whole, whole wide world. It's over on BackseatDesigners.com. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> that was succinct, wasn't it? And that was awesome.
0: And finally, Darth.
4: Darth, anything that uh, you you like thing to I've got going is my, my my Twitter of Sierra GIFs at the moment, pretty much. Yay. And if you'd like to look at that, you can go to at point and GIF ADV, because you can't fit the whole adventure in there. And you can look at GIFs, and they look amazing. Or GIFs if you want. You know, no, you don't. No, you no, you no, 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 they're they're, they're
1: GIFs. You can't fit the whole adventure in there is, like, the best description of that Twitter account that I've heard, actually. <laughs> yeah. awesome. You should put that in the bio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> dear. Welcome back to the podcast. Would you like to uh, tell people where they can find us,
4: please? Sure. Is she going to hit us again? I guarantee it.
2: Yes. I'm stalking. Oh. I'm cowering.
4: And you will behave yourselves now. Yeah. <laughs> or else there we we will no, be
0: no more party I later can. on. So, if you want to get in contact with us to tell you, to tell us about how much this show pissed you off, you can reach us <laughs> on the web. We are squarefm at adoptdemodulated.com. Uh, By email, squarefm at or on Twitter in 140characters at squarewavesfm, don't bite my phone cable. Dot com. <laughs> Thank you for uh, indulging this uh, pointless uh, activity, and uh, we hope to, uh, you'll join us again if you're not already fed up with yeah, us. Yeah,
2: please join us again. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, party tornado!
4: Woo! this won't happen again for a while. No, it won't. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I think the
1: authorities won't permit this. No, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, say goodbye to the nice <laughs> people, authority. ladies and gentlemen. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. 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 S- <laughs> I love you.
2: Sorry, I love Darth. Darth is Darth- cool. Darth-, Darth. Darth has great tits. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>